What? It, it's how we fuck Google. See how Google tried to fuck with us before we were what? Two minutes before launch, because it's a hard launch. We got to launch, you know, I say noon, I send it out, I tweet, I do, I do all that stuff. And then Google, like a bipolar girlfriend, decides that link's not going to work. We can't have chat. I, I, it reminds me of something else that was bipolar related to you. It says, well, yeah, I'm with Harry and Clary. And then, well, you, you had a different name back then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we got the work around and, and I went to the, the, to the command center, found a different link, sent it to you and it works. It's good to have these workarounds. Nice. Oh God. Um, I got, I got, I got a question for you. Let me ask you a philosophical question or maybe not philosophical, but uh, one we, there is no clear answer to. All right. Can't wait. Let, let's say you have a guy who eats relatively healthy. Okay, he's not a health freak, but he ain't pounding down Big Macs uh, every day. All right, he gets a salad in, he gets his vegetables in, but he might have a Big Mac. Then the woman comes in, <clears throat> and she watched on Oprah or the or the Vegetable Podcast or whatever whatever these uh, uh, unlimited number of shows that are on the internet now uh, for these gals about health, none of which ever follow it. You know, Oprah would always have some health expert on like Dr. Oz, even Dr. Oz and you look and the women are all obese. So they just read about it and they talk about it, but they never actually, you know, fucking go for the walk or actually eat the fucking vegetables. So they get this new information they found on the interwebs or some, some broad said something on some site. And then they go to the husband or the boyfriend who is a relatively healthy eater and they nag him about the McDonald's. Now here's my question. Let's say after some nagging, he gives up the Big Mac. Is he any healthier off or does the fact that does the nagging lessen a man's life expectancy uh, and, and cause as much damage as giving up the Big Mac would increase in health? See what I'm saying? Yes. And the answer is option B. I don't even have to think about it. Nagging is worse than pretty much anything related to being healthy, I think. But, well, but okay, you seem very adamant about that. Is that did you read a, an article or something on it? No, this is my experience, like personal experience, and the experience I see with some of my friends. Like nagging, nagging will make you fat. Nagging will um, it'll stress you out. It'll just it does all kinds of things to your body. Right, because that's that's what I was wondering. I'm, I'm thinking like even if you're nagging for something healthy. Even if you're you're like, oh, you should eat, you should, you should, you should. Yeah, he should. So again, so you could be this happy, dopey bachelor, right? Pigging out on Big Macs, eating, you know, hot dogs and this, and you just you're just fine. You just go along. But then you bring a woman in there and she nags you to change your diet. I don't even know if that helps. No, it, it might even not. hurt. Yeah, if it's <laughs> nag like it's one thing if it's just a few suggestions, like, hey, let's go to this vegan restaurant or something. Mm -hmm. But when you're getting constant nagging, like that can kill a man. Yeah, I think. Oh, well, because it takes away his reason to live. Plus the stress involved. I mean, it just the cortisol and all that other stuff that builds up in your body from that type of thing. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, and this is not a personal story. I mean, I, I can understand one thing where a girl comes in like, I want to change our health diet. You know, I want to make a life change. Um, Like we should we as a group should eat better. And you all know. But the, you know, you're about to take a bite. <laughs> you know, I saw this article. It's just like, bitch, <laughs> shut the fuck up. 
Jeez, you know, I read an article too that bitches that are fat and don't go for a walk shouldn't fucking lecture guys about fucking what they eat. Just... What, what made you think of all this? Today? Oh no, the GF came in. She and I, I do this thing called they say. We, didn't we talk about they say? I never they say. About, they say you don't know about they say. I probably have. Okay, just, this uh... isn't this isn't related. Uh, this isn't relegated. Rather, I should say this is every woman in the world, not just my girlfriend. Um, but women will go out there and again, they'll hear something and you, a lot of it comes from their moms and they'll, I read a, cause you know, older, older women with no kids, like God almighty Lord knows where their mind goes or where they go on the internet. So they read some article and, and the article is incited and they'll, they'll say, they say, if you consume fig leaves, ground it up, that it will help your kidneys, you know? And I always kind of catch her. I say, oh, yeah, where's the AMA study on that one? Said, well, it came from this website, which is this doctor. And it's like, how how could you remember all of these days? So what I said to, to kind of immediately stop, it's not even an argument. You just like put the hand up here, talk to the hand. I say, did you get that from they say? Who said that? They? Did they say that? Well, if they say, my God, it's got to be true. You realize this happens to me in a professional sense a lot, right? Like, like uh, people, what they say? Yeah, like people will see some stupid article on Yahoo Finance or something, and they'll come into my office and be like, well, they say I can do this, which is cheating, and that, which is the evasion. You know, I can claim my dog. I'm just, <laughs> they say you can claim your dog. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean about that. Yeah, so I've, I'm just wondering, I would like to see some studies on nagging i mean we know it's not good there's no doubt about that but i was kind of curious you know just the if if a gal was going to nag you about your health it probably and you follow the advice you're probably worse off it's worse <laughs> man i mean personal experience i have to for me this is a no-brainer was no this brainer. a girl your mom nagging you i could see your mom not necessarily nagging you more mothering you but uh, did, did you date a particular nag or something I'll just say you've uh, met most of the people that I'm talking about oh, okay. in person before. <laughs> uh, that was God. I'll, I did. I didn't even necessarily think nag as much as you know, Octung Zig Heil, you know, Nazi, you know, Uberleutnant type of command rather than nag. Cohabitation can be a a very. Oh, <laughs> you oh, forgot I did that. I forgot about that. Well, see, I um, I shan't. Apparently, I forget very bad things uh, because somebody who's very near and dear to our hearts, I won't mention who, I found out she had a tattoo. And I'm like, dude, what the bumper sticker on Ferrari? You're a nice girl. What the fuck? And he bleep and he bleep bleep. God damn. Why don't you paint a mustache on the Mona Lisa? Because I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, and so and she and she says, Aaron, we've gone over this argument five times. I'm like, we have? She's like, yes, you know, I've had this tattoo. I'm like. And I'm like, God, I do not recall, and I don't recall. Maybe I just purge all the bad shit out of my memory. I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Uh, you might. You might, yeah. But I was just kind of like, and then I got to go through the pain again. Like, you know, I got to get my agitation up and my heart rate up. And then it's like, yes, Aaron, we've done this, which is unfair to that person, I guess. But uh, Can I do a quick super chat? Already? Already? Yeah. No. no. Wait, are, we, are we backlogged already? How many? No, no. There's have? just one so far. Just, let's, just, let's just hold off here. Let's just hold All off. Right. Um, I got to do something real quick. Um, 
let's let's get some sponsors out of the way. It is the Clary Podcast. Uh, RDKlegal.com. Contact Russell if you either are about to get divorced, you're currently in divorce, you need a divorce lawyer, uh, or before you get married, before you get married, prevent that uh, by going to RDKlegal.com uh, if you're in Florida and Illinois. Uh, I kind of view him as like your your lawyer cousin. You know, you're both in Chicago. You're both bachelors. You kind of. I should uh, meet that. I should meet him sometime. Yeah, you guys. I think. Well, that's why he contacted me. He says, "I want you to do to me what you did to Chad Elkins." I'm like, "Get him drunk over on uh, Broadway Avenue." And he's like, "No, <laughs> rumplements." Yeah, rumplements. Hey, here you go, Chad. It's good for you. <laughs> uh, financial longevity, your guide to securing your family's financial future, written by Dan Owens. You can find that on Amazon.com. That is written by a millennial, and he is the only millennial to get out of debt within a year of graduating from college. TheMensAdvocate.net, check that out for some reading and resources for all men who need an advocate. PeopleLamanasir.com, that is the drudge report of the red pill community. Sanity is the future of wealth. If you go to Patreon.com slash Aaron Clary, I don't know, I think the minimum donation is a buck. For a buck a month, you get access to frankly nothing. It's just a way for you to send me money if you wanted to support me in whatever way. Uh, but it will get you access to the article, Sanity is the Future of Wealth, more of an essay. And that was my best article I wrote, uh, according to many people, and in, in my opinion, is the best article I've written for the blog, which is no longer on the blog because nobody read it. So now you fuckers get to pay. Uh, did you read that article I wrote yesterday? Finally published it. I haven't had a chance. I saw it was a 45-minute read, so I'm like, yes. oh, I better set aside some time for this. Yeah, I totally titled it wrong. I titled it Seeking Arrangement Will Burst the College Bubble, which it will. Uh, but what I really should have titled it is Webcamming is Now More Profitable uh, Than College. I can, I, I'll be your witness on that one, you know, oh, yeah. from what I see. Yeah. No, you've seen it. I, I think there's, there is money to be made. Uh, well, not just for the women, but <clears throat> that webcamming world, that digital on world line where, and this is basically what the article is about, is where women can exchange their money or their beauty for money, but not have to deal with an actual guy because it's all on the internet. That is the future. I think that is really the future. And there is future because these gals, when they're young, anybody who's young, they're pretty stupid. They don't have business of financial acumen. I think you actually got a market there where you could become like the CPA to the webcam industry. Huh. Uh, no, you could, that could be your expertise. And then you got, you know, like, look, you do a, like, think about this. You get all the webcam girls over in the Chicago area. <clears throat> you do a seminar. Okay. Webcam financial management 101 or, or taxes <laughs> for, I'm being deadly serious. You think I'm joking? Like basic taxes for webcam girls and you open it up to the public. Uh, you don't charge anything. You merely use this as a, as a platform to sell your services. And it's, you could write it from the, you don't even have to research it. You just come up with a 10 point power presentation slide. It's 30 minutes. Okay, ladies, here's the basics. If you're not comfortable doing this, contact me, elkincpa.com. And then boom. And if, if you train them, you know, like you said, they're the ones that are showing the most promise. Like they're showing some responsibility and taking agency and making their quarterly estimated tax payment. That might be a great client. Dude, they do their internet stuff online and you can work remotely. You don't even have to see them. 
Oh, that would make my parents so proud when I get into that niche. Your parents are so proud of you. What what are they going to be <laughs> unproud of? You? What did your dad all have like perfect squeaky clean clients? Um, he certainly didn't. Oh, wait, yeah, there's a stripper in there. Okay, maybe you're right. Okay, well, it's money's money, man. It's it's going to happen. Uh, anyway, so that article is behind the Patreon, uh, not the one I just mentioned. Sanity is the future of wealth is behind the Patreon paywall. If this one doesn't get more traction, I may just put it behind the paywall as well. So everybody go read it if you haven't read it now. It's a long piece, but it's a good piece. How long did it take you to write? Oh, God, it, it took me. It took me uh, since Thursday. Last Thursday. Yeah, it took me a week. It took me a week to write. I mean, this is not eight hours a day. I had other stuff to do, but um, and it made me realize I might as well mention it now. Starting <clears throat> Sunday, 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 Sabado, Sabado, <laughs> Sabado. Uh, I will be taking a three-week hiatus from writing at captaincapitalism.blogspot.com because I have too much shit backing up right now. That just has to get done. And um, I have not been in the greatest of mental moods uh, as of recently. I know it's all happy, you know, fun time on the internet. Let's talk about webcam whores. Uh, but I need, I need to just get some shit done and I can't do it. And that, that article was just like this thorn in my side where I was putting in about two to three hours a day. So it was, uh, and then, then you get like maybe 2000 people read it. It's like, yeah, you know what? That's, that's time better spent raking the yard or, uh, um, you know, uh, doing asshole consulting or something. So there's going to be a three week hiatus, uh, and I'll have some guest writers of which Chad will be one of them. He's kindly offered to submit a couple articles. So it's not that nothing will be posted, but, um, people like Adam Piggott, Dr. Perodin, um, I gotta get TJ Martinell. He knows how to write, right? He's in the chat. Oh, is he in the chat? Hey, TJ, you want to write? He can, he can we'll write. see what he says. Yeah. 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 He could, he could write articles like what's happening to my body. Um, other stories like, will she go out with me? What articles could TJ write? My first 148 Crayola crayon set. <laughs> you know, he, he could write a lot of things for the younger kids, for the young, you know, for his demographic. That's well, he's <laughs> asking in the chat, what kind of writing? And I would whatever, say any, yeah. anything. Yeah. Whatever you want. Um, so yeah, I'll, t- and, and as always, I've offered, uh, John Steele, um, you go ahead, promote your own product link to it and all that. Just, all I ask is that you actually produce some kind of material and put it up on my blog. That's it. Did you see uh, what I sent you last night or I, I, I saw, I got it, but I didn't have time. Oh, okay, been, cool. Yeah. I got, I wish I could say it was all cause I'm moving. Cause I've been catching guff and flack from TJ and doc. They're like, oh, minimalist, but there's all these boxes. And it's like, that's not my shit. That's not, <laughs> I got news for you. I like four of those were my buy. The rest of it is the GFs. Uh, I, I just got all this crap to do. So, um, yeah, anyway, yeah, whatever you want to write, as long as it's quality. And and no uh, jokes there, Mr. Steele, like the title of his article would be why six million is my favorite number. You know, we're going to eschew uh, those kind of articles. <laughs> no echoes. <laughs> God, it took me the longest time to figure out what they were. Cleary, Cleary, Cleary. Um, the Pence Principle, written by Randall Bentwick. <clears throat> uh, basically, how to not get accused falsely of rape. Um, basically, attend college online. I think that was one of his best recommendations. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you're going to school online, they can't accuse you of sexual harassment. Uh, an artistic guy's guide to security. You can find that on Amazon.com. Orion's Coldfire.com. Check out that site for articles. 
and some nice photo galleries. The hyphen quit essentialist.blogspot.com, a movie review site. Um, John Wick uh, 3 is coming out next week. Cool. You a fan of the Wick series or no? I only saw the first one. Oh, you, you were saying I have to see the second one. I know. It, yeah, the first one was kind of mad. The second one is easily within the top 10 of my favorite movies. That a was, sequel better than the original. Very rare. Very rare. Yeah, it was. Like, well, the first one had, the first one he goes through and kills all these big ripped, you know, Spetsnaz, Russian mafia type of guys. And then the final guy is this like 63-year-old old man. And you think, like, oh, John Wick's just going to look at him and this guy's going to die. Oh, no, this old fat fart you know fucks up john wick i'm like Hi, no wait no he so that was my main complaint but then the second one is just badass as it was really cool i really liked it <laughs> uh academic if you need it's uh final seasons is upon us here guys so if you're in college you gotta write some final papers for some marxist leftist bullshit class that has nothing to do with your degree and you want to have a little bit of time why don't you do what smart corporations doing that is outsource your worthless mundane tasks to specialists. And Alex and his crack team of writing staff are specialists in the field of writing college papers. Go to academiccomposition.com and contact Alex. Let him know Cappy sent you. And then Alex is always, like, especially now, I guarantee he's looking for writers because of the buildup uh, for final season. Uh, it's not the final four, the finals in hockey. This is slightly more intelligent than that. This is the finals of college. Uh, he is always looking for writers and he's always looking for marketers. So you can make a little bit of money on the side working from the convenience of your home. You don't have to do that as well. And then Pafco for house. Let me get this out of the way. He is a distant cousin of mine and he is running for office, uh, here. And for anyone in Minnesota, I know this sounds boring and dull. It's not, let me get to my. Here we go. Uh, basically, if you're a Minnesota citizen, you could donate money to this guy and the state will reimburse you. So if you want your money, if you want the taxpayer's money to go to Republican for once for a change, what you need to do, I'm going to give you the information here. You write a check to PAFCO for house up to 50 bucks. Okay, up to 50 bucks. PAFCO is spelled P-A-F-K-O for house. Uh, and then you mail it to PAFCO for house. 6801 Elliott Avenue South. The town is Richfield, Minnesota, 55423. If you're extraordinarily charitable, uh, you don't have to be a Minnesota citizen to donate and do that exact same thing, but you do not get refunded by the Minnesota state. Uh, so you just be giving a pure donation. I don't even think you write off your federal taxes. Uh, but if, for those of you within the Minnesota listening audience, if you want to help out a buddy and a distant cousin of mine, you can do that too. Um, God, what was, what was, who, what was that website or the live stream Atham was showing us where that guy was getting like hundred dollars super chats? Oh, I'll look at that real fast. It was, um, I'm just was looking at like, oh, uh, young, young, uh, young, Rippa, name... young Rippa, young Rippa, young Rippa, some number. Yeah, young Rippa fifty nine. Young Rippa fifty nine. Okay, I could not believe. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to look at that. I got to download his podcast now because what in God's name is he doing? Was is, is that normal for him? Is he making millions of dollars on the internet just talking about comic books and, and being a, an anarchist? Huh. I wouldn't have thought the two go hand in hand, but sure. 
Well, yeah, no, that's what that's what Atham was saying. Atham was saying he's a black an, uh, uh, ANCAP, anarcho-capitalist, who talks about comic books. And I guess that's the magic formula. Huh. So, um, we can hit the rest of those sponsors later. All right. Now, let's go, let's go hit the Super Chats. What we got? We actually do have a bit of a backlog now. Um, Good. All right, the very first one is from W.F. Jacoby for $2, says, go on Jack Spurko's show for Reconnaissance Man. Do you know who that is? No, let me, hang on, let me, let me, let me write this down. No, Jack Spurko. Yeah, uh, I never heard of him. I never heard of him. The, uh, this one guy said, go on Tommy Sotomayor, and so I reached out to Tommy Sotomayor, whose website has got like that, uh, hey, you're about to enter a, an unsecure site. So I was like, Ooh, so I contacted him through Twitter. So the, to my, my uh, listener who said, Hey, contact Tony, I, uh, Tommy, sorry, Tommy. I did. What, what's this guy that I should look up? Uh, the one from last night. Um, no, 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 the one, the, the super chat just, Oh, oh Jack Spurko's show. Jack, how do you spell Spurko? S P I R K O. Is this the Navy seal? Um, uh, I think this is that Navy seal. I'll see if anyone in the chat, says anything i can just google it here that's a unique name jack spurkle conservapedia uh survival podcast renowned teacher for military served the united states army oh no okay he's just a mechanic <clears throat> expert rifleman okay uh yeah I, uh, as as is always, you know, if you want me to get on his show, email him or text him and say, hey, you should have Aaron Clear on your show. It's kind of rude to just barge in like, hey, have me on your show. <laughs> All right, what else? All right, for $10. Oh, uh, all right, hey. Brighton Larson says, girl I know is excited about getting her second associates tomorrow, yet is $30,000 in debt and unemployed. Meanwhile, I work as a machinist, make guns, no college, no debt, and laugh my ass off. It's kind of like that meme we were talking about. How? Yeah, but two associates? Yeah, I didn't know that was really possible. That's like that's like staying in high school until you're 23. What do you What do you mean two two is and thirty thousand? What does he know? What the associates are in? Uh, I'll see if he says in the chat. Yeah, like, see in the chat. I'd be real curious to see with two fucking associates. What in fuck's name? Isn't an associate something that you, it's like a stepping stone to getting a, an actual bachelor's. Isn't that what that is? Or? Yeah. It's like a two year degree. I'm not against them because a lot of, a lot of the it certification, they're not certifications, but, um, your it computer networking, um, Works very well. Like, here's some basics. All right. You, you know enough to be dangerous. Go out in the world and get a little bit of experience. You know, you go to a community college for two years. You get your associates in, in information systems. You get your feet wet. Make I think it's a great stepping stone. <clears throat> that you keep your debt down, apparently not in the case of this gal. And then you come out uh, back and you finish off your bachelor's. Uh, but you usually just get one. Yeah, that's a little odd. 
Uh, do community colleges give associates degrees? That's yeah. What I think. Okay. Where 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 were you flying in the cloud? Were you where was community college too beneath you? You were unaware. No, of this world, I just or? I I never had the opportunity to go to community college. No, that privilege you got with your dad doing the accounts for all those strippers. You know that's <laughs> that's where you got. You you don't even know about community. Yeah, community college. It's. Junior colleges, uh, I don't know how it works in Illinois, but I, I assume it works the same all over the United States. Every state's got their state college system. You have your main campuses. However, you know, California's got a bunch of them because they got a bunch of towns. But you got a couple main campuses that are four-year institutions that will offer bachelors and up. But then there's usually some satellite campuses that are, you know, and uh, here you'd be Anoka County Tech or Hennepin Community College, or uh, Normandale. And uh, they're accredited, they're reputable. You take your courses there, you get credit because it's part of the the system. And then you, it's, it's one of the smartest things you can do. If you insist on going to a physical college, the best thing you could probably do is go to a community college, get all your prereqs out of the way. Usually you don't have to even pay for parking because you know, if, if, if you find a, a, commu a community college, tuition's cheaper, there's barely the fees. You don't have to commute as far. Uh, just, you don't have as many protests, uh, especially night school. You got older people that are more serious about their uh, education. You, you don't have the party. I mean, it. I would say community college actually is for the more serious student because you're there for education. You're not there for the college experience. Yeah, and then you get your two-year degree, you get your prereqs in, and then you go apply for a four-year program at one of the, you know, quote, four-year real institutions. And then you get to worry about, you know, purple, black-haired students shooting you up in class. That's what you get to worry about then. Well, if it's not the Carlson School of Management, I'm simply not interested. There, You, you are very wise in that, Chad, because <laughs> there are really no other schools than the <clears throat> Carlson School of Management. That's... A quick follow-up with this one. He says that one associate's degree was in general studies and the other in management studies. Oh, so Jesus. it's like anything that ends in studies is probably a bad degree, right? Why? Okay. With her general studies. General studies. Yeah, what is that? The fuck? I, you, I had a... Uh, what was? What do they call it? What's the lowest... Not the lowest form morally, but like you're barely a teacher. Uh, I, <laughs> not people who play sports. What are those teachers? Gym, gym teacher, <laughs> gym teacher. You're barely a teacher. Okay. Right. One of, one of our gym teachers back in high school, she had her bachelor's in general studies. So I guess you just take enough courses in a potpourri of crap that you meet the 180 credit requirement or whatever it is to get a bachelor's and they give you a bachelor's. Like, Here, here's your degree in studies. <laughs> what did you major in? Eh, stuff. <laughs> What'd you study? Things. And that's apparently back then was enough to get a job. So what I don't get, this gal studies things and stuff. She gets a two-year degree, so she gets a prereqs out of the way. And instead of applying to a four-year institution to at least get a bachelor's degree in business, she then goes back to the community college to get a two-year associate in business? Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. That's uh... see this. This is why. You, okay, who benefited, and who is totally screwed and fucked over in that situation between the college and that poor girl? Well, of course, the college. 
The college benefited and the girl is fucked. And everyone thinks, oh, Claire, especially this article, I am very against women going to college unless you go to STEM or something like that. Uh, everyone thinks I'm against women going to college. I'm against men and women going to college if you're going to major in stupid shit because this girl is obviously not smart enough to be going to college. Right? She could get she could get an MBA from the Ooh. Carlson School of Management. The Carlson Ooh, School. Of I don't Management. like MBAs. <laughs> well, but I'm just saying she could get it. She could get a doctorate, Chad. What I'm saying is it's not going to help her because she's too stupid. We yeah. could pile as many letters on at the end of her name, at the prefix or the suffix of her name. It's not going to help because she's a moron. She <laughs> she's too. She is. So yeah, it, it's. But they'll take them because they got money. And well, I, I, I kind of feel bad for her, but I don't because I guarantee you she's all proud. To have the guy in the chat. Tell us if she's all proud because she graduated. Does she brag about it? Does she tell how great it is that she's got two associates now? Well, actually, he said uh, she has that debt from driving a Lexus that she can't afford <laughs> and an EMT school she went to and finished and then finally decided she, she didn't, didn't want to be, be an right. EMT. Yeah. I got a buddy whose daughter went to uh, not even prestigious, just this this overpriced piece of shit religious school. Like it's not ranked. It's just this piece of shit. It's basically where your kid's too stupid to make it into an actual prestigious uh, religious school, like say Hillsdale or something like that. Um, but they don't want their kids going to a secular school. So they dump them off at these overpriced religious, of which there's more than just this one. There's plenty of them out there. And she majored in some bullshit studies thing. $50,000 a year, Chad, 50 fucking thousand dollars a year. Parents paid for him. <clears throat> she she didn't graduate. Like she got up to her senior semester, said, I don't want to do this. So you know what she ended you know what she wanted she ended up doing? Being a barista? Nope. Flight attendant. Oh. Which 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 at the age of 18, when you graduate from high school, you could just walk into the airlines and apply for their training program. Yeah, that's right. I, like, I, I always, you know, I never thought about what the qualifications were to actually get that type of job before. You walk in, I'm sure drug tests, decorum, a fair amount of interviews. I got a buddy who's in the airlines. Um, he's a pilot, so he doesn't work specifically in the, the, uh, the, but I, I don't know. I guess you have to have a, I'd imagine there's a fair amount of personality profiling and tests because those gals have got to deal with, and the guys, they got to deal with a lot of bullshit. Um, you know, you think about they're cooped up there in the, in the flying aluminum can, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm sure it's not just, oh, you're a pretty set of legs, you know, okay, yeah, you're in. There's there's more to it than that. But you don't need a bachelor's degree to be a flight attendant. No, no. you don't. But that gal racked up on her parents' dime enough to buy a goddamn house. <laughs> she just <laughs> she would have had maybe, maybe 50 grand more if she just worked the four years instead of going to that fucking college. Man, would she would she be the type of flight attendant you would want to have on your flight? No, if you no, know I mean? I've met her. No? no, no, you. This is not someone you would want to have on. No, I mean oh. she she would survive. No doubt, she would execute her duties. Uh, but this would be the type I would not want to watch her do her duties. Um, <laughs> I read you loud and clear. <laughs> unlike Iceland Air, which still hires based on looks. I think oh, nice. One. Yeah, there's a, like Singapore Air, the Asian Airlines. Um, and Iceland Air still higher based on looks. So when one of those planes are in Minneapolis International, and also you see a bunch of hot flight attendants, uh, chances are it's Iceland Air. 
Well, we know Chilling. they're not going to Spirit, which is your favorite airline. Hey, I still like Spirit, man. I, in case there's some good looking, uh, <laughs> yeah, this Spirit's got some good looking gals, man. There's nothing wrong with the Spirit. Now you can't bat a thousand, but I've walked in and there's that the the nurse, uh, the flight attendant. She's like, "Hello, sir." I'm like, "Hi, hi, hello. How are you?" Yeah. Oh, I should probably go sit down, shouldn't I? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Don't don't be knocking Spirit. That they're still my favorite <laughs> airline. I like Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, Delta. Delta. I'll tell you this though, because Delta has a hub here, uh, and you cannot help but see the Delta. <clears throat> they do have the sexiest uh, flight attendant outfits. They're not terribly sexy. They wouldn't be how I dress my flight. If we had Clary Air, it'd be a whole different service. Uh, but out of the you know school mom outfit world of flight attendant outfits, the Delta ones have it, and the Delta gals are just a touch prettier. I, if I if there's a pilot out there or someone who works in the airline industry, tell me if my eyes deceive me. But Delta just seems to be a little. They got a point or two above the uh, the average flight attendant. So, but I'm still going to stand by my uh, my Spirit Airlines. Well, I'll keep that in mind when I'm on uh, orbits looking for the best fare deals. <laughs> Any um, other? Is that it? That's all. We no, got we got a couple oh, more. Right. I actually, I really like this question. This is a bit more on my territory. D Hunsacker 2012 says, I want to start an LLC in California, and I've been told by my tax preparer to stay away from LegalZoom. Your thoughts, toodles. Your tax preparer is absolutely positively correct on this. Do not go to LegalZoom. They rip you the hell off. They charge like between $800 and $1,000 just for doing something that would take you five to 10 minutes to do by yourself. Wait, wait, wait. An LLC? Just to set up an LLC just to you 800 Yeah, isn't that insane? I had a couple of my clients do that, and I was genuinely pissed off at them. I'm like, why didn't you ask me about this first? This Well, see, this is why they should go to you or an asshole consulting. I mean, it's worth dropping the money here, guys, because it's going to save you thousands down at the end. That what? In LLC, it's what, 100, 120 bucks registration fee. You go online, you fill out the form. Usually, I don't know how it is in other states, Minnesota, it's like, boom, bada bing. Bada, yeah, you boom, do it online it here too. Yeah. And then you get your, your ID. Your EIN, you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to go to the IRS site then. You plug yeah. in that, and then you get an employer identification number online immediately. And in literally five minutes, you have an LLC, you have an EIN number, which allows you then to go to the bank and set up an account under that corporation. Exactly. Yeah. But LegalZoom, LegalZoom will charge you, you know, you have in Illinois, you have to pay $250 for, as an LLC fee. Okay. You just can't get out of it. But I mean, what's the rest of the money for, for that you're paying them? It's, it's like you said, you can do something in five minutes. I... So do but not see, right, now, now see you, you, ho, 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 shucks, would that not be part of your seminar for the webcam taxes 101 with Chad Elkins seminar? That, that would be a potential thing to talk about. I will say none of my camera girls have actually started an LLC despite me encouraging them to, mm-hmm. but well, you know, it's something that should be considered. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. In your downtime. It's nothing that you'd have to research. You, the basics of tax deductions, the basics of saving your receipts and accounting methods, the basics of quarterly uh, estimated tax payments. Uh, you could even throw in there how to set up uh, uh, an IRA, LLC. I mean, it's 
Five things right there. You could charge them $1,000 and it would still be a steal because you would be saving them so much more money on the back end because well, what do you mean I can write off my uh, my lingerie? What do you mean I can write off my, my gas and fuel? It's like, oh. Toys, lots of toys. <laughs> lots of toys. Well, yeah, whatever. The the webcam girl industry or not, everybody I see uh, who runs a business who and maybe they had the the couth to go set up an LLC. They do not understand how tax deductions work, and they think like, "Oh, I get to write off my computer." I'm like, "Well, what about your phone? And what about that bill? And what about this bill? And what about that thing? What about that trip?" Well, I, I don't save my receipts. It's like, no, no, you have got to get into the mentality of what is a tax. You have to understand accounting. And I have not met one client that takes more deductions than they should. They are always missing. A ton, thousands right. of dollars worth of tax deductions they could take if they actually understood what an income statement was. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I see that more often than not, too. Yeah. And, th and then they finally come to me and I say, well, last year when you were doing it on your own, you missed this, this, and this. And we can't take them because they were last year. Mm -hmm. So, or, yeah. Or here, give me your, I've done this first. I said, give me a print off of your um, credit card statement. And I just go highlight this, 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 this. You went to Best Buy? Okay, was that for your computer or did you use that for, oh, that was for work? Okay, this. Oh, I could have written that 500. Yeah, you could have. You know, it. Well, hold on. One thing I won't let people do is come into my office with, you know, big stacks of bank statements, right. credit cards. Like I'll help them figure it out, but they got to highlight them and total it up themselves. Right. right. Yeah. No. I'm just, I'm just saying. There's a market there for you if you yeah, want to go. And there uh, probably is, yeah. And the and not to keep hounding on it, but the fact you said they're trainable means that they could actually be pretty easy clients. Well, I, I gotta not everybody is trainable, so right. to speak. Like some people, no matter what I do, for years now, they just can't get their shit together. Right. So well, you you kick them out. I'm just I'm just saying there's it's a growing industry. You oh, could yeah. become this would advertise your business or advertise your name. Uh, it's high income, uh, you know, and, and you could probably set it up. You could even set up a wealth management group where you take a 5% cut, a managerial fee. Because look, <clears throat> you could do all this yourself or for 5% a year of a managerial fee. I'll throw, and then you just throw it into a, uh, an S&P 500 fund. Or something, set them on automatic deposit. I mean, they, there's because they have one skill. I am not allowed to do that. You're I'm not, not allowed licensed to, do that? to do that. Yeah, oh, you have okay. to have a certain. You have to be a certified financial planner to start giving advice about stocks and things like that. Okay, but right. I partner with some. I partner with some, See? so we could, you know, make it all encompassing. All I'm saying, it's kind of like uh, you could say the same thing about professional football players, maybe uh, IT geeks in the world of Silicon Valley. They know football. You know, Bo knows. Remember Bo knows? Yeah. Okay. These millennials don't know who Bo Jackson is. That's, That's right. <laughs> Why would they? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, he knows basketball. He knows Python programming. She knows webcamming. That's all they know. And they have no financial acumen whatsoever. So for any, I mean, yeah, it, there's a market there. There's a market there. Trust oh, me. Oh, there's absolutely a market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this next one is probably for me too. It's from Socrates A for $5 says, I just got my CPA license, have a couple clients and have no debt and a paid off house. Is it premature to drop my corporate gig? And in parentheses, one hour commute. 
I'm going to assume he's going into tax because I, I, you can't just go out on your own and start doing audits, you know? So I'm going to assume he's doing what I'm doing or trying okay. to do. I think you want to make sure that you kind of beef up your experience before you just jump into the real world and start your own business because you need to advertise to people why they should come to you. You know, like I used to work for the IRS, I worked for DOJ tax and all that experience helped me. It may be premature to do that if you don't have the experience to back it up and I'll see how I want to know how old he is and we'll see if he mentions it in the chat. Yeah, I'm just there's a couple. He's got a handful of clients that doesn't sound like it's, a portfolio. Yeah, you no, can no, you on. do it on the side. You do that like I had to do it on the side when I had a full time job. So you got to build that up along with the experience. I'd also imagine during that time that was the world of suck where you had to keep your full time job, but then you had to build up a client base to the point it almost was full time. So by the time right before you got out of corporate, you were working essentially two full time jobs. Y yeah. Yeah, yeah. And remember, I would also help out my dad because he had a bunch of clients and he didn't want to do it. All anymore, those strippers. So. Yeah. Your dad. They, yeah. <laughs> wasn't he known as the stripper CPA of Texas? Wasn't that what Mr. Elkins was known as? It's funny how the person who ended up working on that ended up being his son. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he was giving you a hint. Maybe was a hint yes, I remember. And what's so funny is that their old house back in uh, Texas, it was only a couple blocks from where this uh, titty bar was. So right. I would just go there and, you know, have a drink. I'd have a laptop and just do Light it off. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, it's 100% legit. But I, I just... Uh, I don't see you in a strip club, honestly. I, you're too uh, squeaky clean. I can't see Well, that. Well, I, I will say this. Like in Texas, at least that city, you're allowed to smoke in those establishments. So mm -hmm. I didn't stay long because it just, I, I hate going into places where you smell like an ashtray. So you're right. I, I am a little bit too straight laced for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, cool. All right. What else we got? Okay. So the one after that is Esteban Mesa for $2. Yeah, we haven't, that doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. All right. Welcome, says, Esteban. What magazine should I read to study it and develop SK? I don't know what that. Study it? IT? Okay. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. He wants to know what magazine he should read to study IT and develop skills or software, whatever SK. Was well, SK or ST? Hang on. Let's. Uh, it's SK. That might be a. What, uh, uh, shit skill. language language skill. oh you meant skills yeah develop skills study <laughs> um, it and develop skills i'm gonna give him the i have the answer to this this isn't me guessing uh not being an it guy i have an it guy uh if i ever had a question about a computer and this was going back 15 years ago his name was aaron i said hey aaron what's the da, 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 da? he's like google it da, 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 da. google it so like when your parents like back before the internet you say mom what's a this and because your parents loved you so much, you say, lay it up in the, in the encyclopedia, lay it up in the dictionary, because they don't want to have time to spend with their children. That, that, if your parents did that, they deserve cheap nursing homes. That's the same <laughs> thing, because we're not your parents. And we're, um, so what he, what he was telling me, essentially, is that there's you can look things up in a publication, but it is so inefficient, and any publication, IT, Popular Mechanics, any magazine is going to have articles that are more sensationalistic rather than practical. And there's going to be a shit ton of advertising. You just Google it. Um, so you would Google CCNA, you would Google subnetting, 
uh, you Google routers versus servers, uh, whatever it is, uh, your particular specialty or interests are in a, a computer uh, world. That's what you do. Like when I go, you're, you're basically asking the question, you know, I'm in a motorcycling, which magazine should I read or subscribe to, to learn about repairing my motorcycle? It's like, fuck that. I'm just going to Google search how to replace drive shaft on a 2003 Honda Sabre. And there'll probably be a video up there uh, of somebody with a similar model. And I'm just going to watch it. Uh, so it's more precise, more direct, more searchable, more uh, filterable, if that's a word, um, to just go and, and, and research it yourself. And especially in the world of IT, if there's like a problem that occurs, uh, it's on the internet, on a discussion forum, on some Usenet group, something like that, where you search it and there is already an answer to a software problem, a hardware problem, uh, something like that. So I wouldn't even bother. Uh, if you want skills, I just, whatever field you like, just start searching that and, you know, tutorials, uh, if it's more hands-on with hardware, you know, build yourself a computer, tear it down, build it up again, tear it down, that, that kind of thing. But I wouldn't get a magazine. All right. Um, we still have one more here. Cool. Aaron Liggett for $1.99 says, Cappy, your podcasts are great. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. They are great. So we are caught up and the world is your oyster. Wonderful. Um, it is a Clary podcast. I do want to do an article here. I know I don't want to just be you and me shitting the, shooting the shit here. Uh, do you pay much attention? Did you see that new Avengers movie Endgame? I haven't seen it yet. A bunch of people here have seen it and some had some pretty good things to say. I, uh, I do delve a little bit more into the world of geekery than I'd say your average guy. Um, and I just, in the olden days, it was like a cool, welcoming environment. Like it was geeks. We like video games. We like comic books and uh, computer games and Dungeons and Dragons and all that. <clears throat> and it has now been so taken over by a social justice warrior, you can't even get in there. So uh, if you don't know, if you're not a geek, Endgame, Avengers Endgame, that's the big finishing movie to, I guess, uh, an arc that's lasted 10 years, starting with Iron Man. And Endgame is still out there. They're still sold out theaters. So here from Bounding into Comics, Avengers Endgame director Joe Russo confirms Marvel plans to announce one of its characters is uh, gay. Mm. And I'm kind of... Did you see any of the Marvel movies starting uh, from Iron Man to, to today and Endgame? Just Iron Man, the original That's one. The like, yeah, this it's not really my thing, this stuff. Okay, all right. Uh, you might want to delve into him. All right, but you have seen one. You've seen Iron yeah. Man. Was yeah. Iron Man good? It was good, yeah. yeah. I did like it. I was like, yeah. yeah. Why can't they just make a... They just can't make... Fun? There's... I don't know. I think there's like 13 movies in this entire arc. Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was cool. I like that. Ant-Man was all right. <clears throat> Most of them are pretty cool. They got this legacy uh, bar Captain Marvel that's pretty sans politics. It's just straight up good flicks. It's action movies, and now at the end of it, we got to bring in in uh, 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 politics. We got to bring in, in this particular case, sexual politics, and we got to make one of the characters, uh, which is old hat. Now that's what that everybody else is doing. That the comic books are doing it. Now we're gonna have we're gonna make this uh, uh, into the movies now of a series uh, that admittedly has ended with the movie Endgame. Now 
version 2.0, the next generation, whatever you want to call it. They're going to, their first step forward is, hey, we're going to be like everybody else and throw politics into it. And so uh, I'll go through the article here. Avengers Endgame director Joe Russo confirmed that Marvel plans to reveal that one of its characters is LGBTQ. Russo made the confirmation in an appearance with his brother Anthony on EW Morning Live. At the very beginning of the show, Russo confirms his cameo in the film was the first openly gay character. Oh, great. He states, yes, openly gay character. There has been insinuations about other characters' sexuality, but this is the first openly gay character. Russo is then asked, who else is gay? He responds, oh, we're going to find out. His brother Anthony adds, that's a story for another day. Joe elaborates, there is a gay character <clears throat> coming up in one of their films. I think Kevin will make that announcement. I'm pretty, I'm sure pretty soon. Russo's confirmation echoes what Kevin Feig, Feige told the playlist last June. Feige confirmed that the Marvel comic universe would not only introduce lesbian, gay, bi, trans, queer. That's what the Q is. Keep adding letters, guys. Keep making yourself look like morons. Keep insulting my actual gay friends who are like, dude, just, just call us gay. <laughs> but also reveal that one of the current characters is LGBTQC. See, it's, it's saucy now, Chad. Which one of the, of the Marvel superheroes is gay? Uh, but I don't have to read it. Uh, it it's, it's just proof. Did, uh, did you see the movie? The one that's No, out? I haven't. I, well, and see that I, I was really looking forward to it because Avengers Infinity War, I really liked. That was one of my favorite movies. Maybe not top 10, but top 25. Uh, so I was looking forward to it. And then Captain Marvel came out. And what's her name? The actress's behavior off screen. Brie Larson. Brie Larson was so unacceptable. And it was so patently obvious that they were going to shove vagina in my face with that movie. That uh, I likened her to a a small rat turd and a very large punch bowl, <laughs> uh, because people kept saying, you know, ev everyone was worried. Like, what kind of role does Brie Larson have in Infinity War? And, uh, and I'm like, I don't care if she has a big role, if it's a big turd, like an elephant took a shit in the punch bowl, or if a little rat took one little puny rat dump. And I'm not drinking from that punch bowl, so I'm not gonna go see uh, Endgame. I'm going to wait for it to come out on DVD. And, and I'm wrong uh, in a uh, economic sense. That's, I think, the most popular movie ever in terms of how long it's been out. So uh, the world liked it. And people kept saying that, oh, Brie Lives, oh, Captain Marvel, she's not in it that much. Her role is kind of It's like, no, no, no. She's in it. You fucked with it originally. It's it's kind of like you're there's a girl that really doesn't want to have anal sex and then you're just trying to get it, not to be crazy, just trying to get in a little, just trying to like, yeah, no, no. And it's, <laughs> and it's like, all right, the next time we have sex, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get the tip in. I'm gonna get the tip in. How much is that girl gonna want to have sex? Uh, I can't imagine it's going to uh, work out well. Yeah. So whether it's the tip for a girl on anal sex that she doesn't want, or a tiny little rat turd in a large punch bowl, that's too much. Don't want to see it. So I. Uh, <clears throat> and it, we could go on about how this is just Hollywood out of ideas, but I think going forward, is this all we're going to have now with uh, uh, movies? I'll bet is you it, it is. Yeah, I'll bet you every move is to try to get that in there. Well, hang on. Uh, TJ Martinell, he just sent me. Hang on, let's pull this up. He always likes to send me articles. You know how I send you 
pictures of block screen text. Oh yeah. Among yeah. other pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. He sent me here something similar and it's already happening. I mean, this has been going on, but, and again, I don't, I rarely go to the movies. Last movie I saw was, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shazam. And, oh yeah. Yeah. And even there, like he, he tries to save a woman and she yells at him. I have Mason. I'm a woman. I was like, <laughs> fucking Christ. Strong and independent. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was. And, and so, uh, you ever watch law and order? Yeah, a few times. SVU, you have? Like okay. SVU or? Yeah, SVU. Apparently there's other incarnations of it. Uh, um, yeah, I've definitely seen a f- seen some of those. Is Okay, so this is like Law & Order LA, Law & Order Chicago. Or am I yeah. think of a different series? No, you're right. Like this is the part of the Law & Order thing. Okay, so this is one of the most longest running uh, TV show dramas in the world, right? Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> another perfect example. It, 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 we're not going to have any kind of uh, film media that is not going to have politics in it. Law and Order, SVU, Schmears, Covington students with the help of Elon Omar character. Uh, NBC crime procedural Law and Order special victims units featured a ripped from the headlines theme in its latest episode, which smeared the Covington Catholics kids by putting them against Elian Omar style and Ilian Omar-style character who's portrayed as a hero. The plot centered on a poor, put-upon Islamic city politician being confronted by a red ball cap-wearing crowd of young men who scream and taunt at it. We don't have to go on. We don't have to continue. They, they're they just going to show, oh, did this thing happen? We're going to paint the politics of it, and we're going to put it in our show. We've, we're so out of ideas now. We have nothing else. We, we can't go get new talent. We can't go get new writers. And even if we did go get new talent, new writers, if they're coming out of film school, if they're coming out of any college, all they have been trained in is politics. There is absolutely no creativity left. But you know what? I salute you for this, and I am just about the same way. Do you have a TV that's connected to cable? I do not have a TV that's connected. I have not had – I don't know. I've never had cable. Never. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to worry about it then. I I do have, I don't have cable. I have YouTube TV, but that's because they have different channels I like on there, like Smithsonian Channel, Discovery and all that. And I also do, much to my detriment, sometimes watch the sports stick hockey. I thought you were ball. giving that up uh, there, Mr. Elkins. Well, I've tried to make it strictly a social activity. So you That's know, fair. That's yeah, fair. people may come over or I'll go to go to the bar, yeah. No, you are, you are right. The television, I mean, who watches Law and Order is, I mean, it's kind of the, the 60 minutization of television. It's only going to be old fart baby boomers are still watching the wheel of fortune. I was going to say my parents watch that. I think, <laughs> right. It, and uh, you are going to see it. And who was I talking to? I forgot who I was talking to, but the thank God for the internet, because it, it may get you upset. The law and order SVU has this blatantly leftist, anti-American, uh, pro-Islamic uh, terrorism approach. Uh, and that's fine. They can have that position. But nobody's really watching it anymore. And someone, oh God, who was it? He says, I watch, there, there's someone like Stefan Molyneux <laughs> will get more views on a YouTube video of his than CBS will get on one of their you know primetime shows. Uh, some, some guy like uh, PewDiePie or somebody will get more views than Stephen Colbert will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's with all, all of the power and money of these established old school media corporations. 
uh, behind the the likes of a Colbert or an SVU or something like that. So, and, and you're right, people are just watching. God, I don't. I only watch TV when we're watching Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, yeah. Yep, streaming it on Amazon Live or Prime or whatever. Um, or will YouTube like Father Ted? We're watching stuff that's 30 years old, 40, 50 years old in some cases. We're not watching the new shows. Or I'm playing video games or watching a DVD. But I do not watch any television at all today. And I rarely see a movie. So I was saying, I think I don't even care about movies anymore either, except for old ones. I can't even remember the last time one came out in a theater where I was like, oh, I got to run and see that. Yeah. Shazam was one because I was just looking for some dopey happy fun the the one before that i can't remember what it was i think uh, it's been a few years since i've seen a movie in a theater yeah yeah no and i'm i'm wondering if movies i wish beckloff was around uh, i'm wondering if movies aren't a kind of a lot like books now where the vast majority of them lose money but you rely on blockbusters to actually make it so what it says as a testament to movies in general is most of it is ass. Most of you guys can't get people out of the house and their butts into the seats to go see whatever film it is that you want them to go see. But then they rely on an end game, a John Wick three, these blockbusters to actually make the real money. Mm-hmm. So they kind of throw it out there. Let's see what bites and sticks to the wall. And it's like, Oh, these, okay, let's then, then they go and they make sequels of it because it's, it's got a canon and an established audience in it. Uh, but yeah, for, for the most, I mean, it, because it's in the media, because that's what you see, because that that's, what's thrown in front of your face. You think that, oh my God, the left just has control and the left does have control over the media, but no one's watching it. Right. There, there is more of a democracy right now. You know, this is why I always compare Twitter followers. Like if you got less Twitter followers than me, but you write for the Huffington Post. It really says something about the Huffington Post. I probably get more views on this podcast, which is not a huge podcast, not a not a huge thing. But by God, compared to all the pros who work in the industry, I get a bigger following and more of a following than I'd say, goddamn, we're 92, 93% of the people who do write for XO Jane, who are writers for the Law and Order SVU, who do work on this movie or that movie. It's shocking how little actual poll they have unless they get lucky enough to be hooked up or hinged onto a movie like uh, a Marvel movie or a a John Wick or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty bare out there. Well, you go watch your sports ball. I'll just go and (laughs) and hike. Any other super chats? Uh, We got a couple more. Um, All right. For $10, Final Kill 44 says or asks, what is a good way for someone to get rid of their Debt diet that they're this is not this is somebody who I think spelling English. helps, guys. Spelling really helps. We need the right words. All right, I'll try this again. What is a good way for someone to get rid of their diet that their parents made on their name? Oh, debt. Okay. Debt that their parents made on their name from three cards. And what are the consequences for the parent if you report a fraud? Did you oh, I see. Yeah, that? no, this this is unfortunately this is common. Um, we get a lot of uh, kids um, who come from broken homes, and what will happen is the kid will get a credit card, and they're not an adult, not a credit card. The kid will get a social security number. <clears throat> the kid won't be an adult. The parents will use the credit card, uh, use their kid's social security number to open up a bunch of credit cards, and that kid's 
name and social security number. And so then the kid is 18 and goes, applies for his first loan or gets a credit card or whatever. And there's like, they already have a credit score period, which is shocking. And it's horrific. Uh, so what he needs to do is he needs to immediately get rid of his parents. If he's living at home, don't even, I'm, I, I'm sorry to be harsh. I know you're coming from bed. Don't give me the, oh, I got to live in home. No, no, no. You go live with an uncle. You go live with a brother. You go get, you get the fuck out. And if you're under 18, I'd go report them to child protective services is what I would frankly do. Hmm. If you're an adult and you have your own place, this is a crime and you would report it as identity theft. So you would go to the police uh, along the lines of getting a restraining order. I would contact the credit bureaus, which is what TransUnion, Experian, and what's the third one? God, I can't remember. Yeah, go good. There's a third one. Uh, report uh, credit credit identity fraud. I would almost even consider, um, if it's possible, going to the. You might know this, Chad. Can you go and get another social security number? Uh I don't think you can do that. You can change your name, but you can't, as far as I know, you can't just get any. Well, maybe look into that. That may not be an option, but absolutely. The fact that your parents has nothing to do with the fact they've committed a crime, I think fraud or whatever theft uh, and identity theft. So I would definitely, you have the proof, document all the proof before your parents destroy it. Um, Cops, uh, Contact the, the credit unions to report that, no, that's not me. I would then, therefore, because your parents do have your credit card, your social security number, I would go to LifeLock and pay for that service. Um, but yeah, somebody, man. Huh. I was saying somebody in the chat is saying you can get a new social security number if there is fraud. And that may be right. I've just never, okay. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I would do. Yeah. And then uh, it has nothing to do with finance or law, but you never talk to your parents again. Never. Um, I would even maybe change your name and your social security so they can never look you up again. I, I cannot look. I already, I already have a low opinion of parents who couldn't fucking keep it together and keep a nuclear. That is what parents owe their children at minimum is a stable nuclear family. Then you get divorced. You're already on my shit list. And then if you treat your kids like shit, you're really on my shit list. But if you open up credit cards in your children's social security, you know, open up a world of hell on you. Like Nicholas Wolf would look him up. He looked after the children. He is a badass motherfucker. Uh, that is despicable. And those are that those are some of the most evil, vile people. And you have every right to go to war on them. The only problem is you can't kill them because it's illegal. You can't beat them up. So everything that is legally within your power to do so, I would do it. I would also, you know, talk to the cops, see what they, I would go talk to child protective services, even if you are an adult and say, what happens? Cause I, it's never happened to me. What is my recourse? What do you do when you find out that the parents had opened up a credit card in the child's social security number? Because C, uh, CPS would probably have uh, many instances of that and they would know what to do, you know, well beyond here what me and, and Chad would know. But uh, from just a logical sense, yeah, that's a crime. You report it. You sue the fuck out of them if you can. Um, <clears throat> and then you get rid of them. You just get rid of those vile, disgusting people. He says he's 23. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, thankfully he's on his own. Hopefully he's out. If you're still living at home, that you gotta get out. That's it. 
Okay, well, our old buddy Nick Schulander for two dollars says, "Here's my reminder for everyone to review Reconnaissance Man. <laughs> review Reconnaissance Man, and review any other of my books that you may have bought. I, I guess, I guess the campaign is not going well. It's uh, still early. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I did run ads on uh, World Class Bullshitters and um, Terrence Pop site, and that works." If you guys are ever looking to, you know, if you have a product that sells to young men, contact World Class Bullshitters, contact Terrence Pop. Those, those guys. Oh, and contact Sandman. Sandman will also get <laughs> Sandman. you. Sandman, hey, he's good. The guy's got hustle. He'll get back he, to you, man. He does. <laughs> he does. He does. Um, yeah, we're caught up for now. All right. Uh, let's go through. Ready to do uh, asshole consulting? Might as well bang it out. Sure. All right, let me, where do we go? Where do we go? See, this saves me time, Chad. Then I can get a run in. Then I can get back here. We get to move the iron, uh, the wood bring stove today. Oh, that sounds fun. Oh, it's going to be miserable. But it's kind of sad because I've had that in my house now for 12 years. And um, that has earned itself multiple, multiple times back what I spent installing it, buying it, and all that. Uh, but we burnt the last of the wood last night, and now there's no wood pile. And it's kind of like, oh, there's no wood pile. <laughs> I can see the floor, and it's all clean and everything. So yeah, now I gotta go clean out the the wood burning stove, unhook it from the from its fixings, and then gotta haul it all the way out to Wisconsin. Is your uh, tenant upstairs? Are they gone now? No, no, they're still there. Uh-huh. Um, they'll uh, the the new owner's gonna have them around, uh, obviously, because you want to keep rental income coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're they're still there, uh, but the the new purchaser has different plans for the unit I'm living in. Um, so, but he didn't want the wood burning stove. He's mm. like, ah, no, we're not going to have that. I'm like, cool, I'll take it with me. And so it's kind of like a piece of me, you know. It played a very important and helpful role in my life, so I'm going to bring it with. Cool. Yeah. Also going to bring. I might have them. Oh, no, I left them in the truck. I got. Uh, you know what Stacy Adams is. Stacy Adams. Uh, Stacy Adams. I is that that's not that politician in Georgia, is it? No, nope, no, it's a uh, it's a shoe. Stacy Adams oh, shoes. Okay. And, uh, I have these old two tone shoes that I bought on Michigan Avenue in 1997. Michigan Avenue. Yes. Yes. Magnificent mile. Many years ago, and uh, these were my dancing shoes. They're black and white two tone shoes, worn with like uh, pinstripe suits. When I looked very flashy and fancy, had a uh, uh, fedora, not those thin brim fedoras that the losers wear today, an actual Humphrey Bogart 1940s fedora. And I'd wear that swing dancing. And uh, I had danced so much, these shoes were f- literally falling apart at the seams. And I took it to a cobbler in town and I said, Can you fix these? And one, he was impressed. He's like, Wow, I haven't seen shoes like these in a while. And he's like, Stacy Adams. I mean, he knew exactly. He's like, yeah, I can't do a thing with these. These are con. And uh, he says, the best thing you could do is you could stuff them and put them on a mantle or something. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to take my Stacy Adams shoes. I'm going to take my wood-burning stove, and they'll be adorned over at the uh, South Dakota Northern Command. <laughs> but wait, you're taking it to Wisconsin? Yes, because the house isn't built yet. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And the what – see, that I don't have – the amount of actual stuff I have 
that I need to live out of will fit in four boxes. But my Star Wars arcade game, the wood burning stove, and uh, well, I guess a couple other items, you know, like gas tanks and, and basically all my equipment, my yard equipment. I'm storing that in Wisconsin with my folks. And then when the house is built in South Dakota, I'll haul that all back out there. So I don't have to buy essentially $2,000 worth of lawnmowers, chainsaws, weed whackers, uh, my wood burning stove, all that other stuff. I just store it now, haul it back out there and uh, save a lot of money. Yeah, you're storing it in your parents' basement. All you got to do is live there now. <laughs> no, there's nope. I the last time I lived in my parents' basement was 1993. Nice. And then now this may be a foreign concept to the Gen Zers and millennials. Then when I turned 18, I graduated from high school. Guess what I did? Um, I hope you went off on your own, but you don't see a lot of that anymore. I left and never came back. Ah, same. They, uh, <clears throat> and even the Gen Xers, like I saw a bunch of Gen Xers. I, they were so hypocritical. Like Gen I live X? on my own. Yeah. Gen X. Cause y- y- I knew, I knew most, you, you're not lit You're not living on your own. If you live in a separate apartment, but mom and dad still pay for it. Okay. So that That's true. Yeah. You're that's, that's you still living at home. Mom. And I saw this always with girls. Like they, uh, I have my own apartment. I pay my own apartment. I'm like, yeah, but you don't make the payment on that brand new uh, Toyota 4Runner. You you don't that don't tell me that you bought that or they'd have their phone and paid for. There'd always be this huge subsidy, you know. And it's yeah, like, oh, I pay for my own groceries and my own rent. And uh, yeah, but your parents pay for your tuition. You 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 still live at home. You are still living at home in my eyes. By that time, it's not. And I set this very long ago. I set this standard. You are living at home if you can say, if my parents died and took all their inheritance with them, I would still be in the exact same financial situation. Then you can officially say you're not living at home anymore. But if you are contingent and dependent upon your parents for some kind of stipend or an allowance or a, or a subsidy, you're still living at home. Well, so is it absolute? Because I have a bunch of, I have some friends, but mainly some clients who they do pay their own rent. You know, Mm -hmm. they may have their own jobs, but their parents are doing something like paying for their health insurance or um, living at home, paying for their health insurance. That's what, 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 what? can you live without your parents or not? Period. Yeah, no, that's a good gauge then. I mean, because the reason I bring it up is because for a while, I was on a family plan with my parents' cell phone thing, and I was paying my share, but... (laughs) Okay, you were paying your share, but had your parents gone away and taken all the inheritance with them, would you then be starved? No, no, no. You were generating enough income to support yourself. That's all that is. And so, especially at the Carlson School of Management... You had all these, I mean, dude, they were still dressing up like fancy clothes, like it was high school, like they're trying to impress people. I'm like, where are you getting the fucking money to wear that douchey looking, like they, you know, like they were at a nightclub. These guys would come in with loud shirts and, and oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man, I work. I work at the bar. I work. And it's like, yeah, yeah no, no, no. You, no, there's no way. No free. And they'd show up in some brand new, you know, nothing, no sports car, but a nice sedan. And <laughs> yeah, dude, motherfuckers were in finance class. I know math. Don't tell me you're, you know, I can figure it out. It, it was so, yes, if you, if your parents die and you can still support yourself, then you don't live at home. 
if mommy and daddy go away and they're paying your health insurance and oh god i gotta go go on the obamacare you're living at home well just a very quick counterpoint yes more out of curiosity what if you went to college you did major in something worthwhile mm-hmm. so you have a lot of debt but you mm-hmm. still got that engineering degree what about living at home for a little bit after college to save money on rent so you can start paying off some of these uh, loans? I'm not, ag- I'm not against that, but guess what? What? You're still living at home. That, that is true. Yeah. Yep. It's, and, and nowadays, here's, and let's, let's be intellectually honest, tuition in 1995 was a fraction of what you morons sign on the dotted line for now today. And I'll grant the millennials that. Like, you you can't work your way through college. I think the 90s was about the last time yeah. you had a haul ass. You had a bust. I did it. That's the last time you could actually work your way through college. Now yeah. it's impossible. There's no, unless you're a, a, a webcam girl, <laughs> which in which case you work an hour and you pay for a quarter of tuition. I don't you know. The uh, ones I have are not doing it for college. <laughs> God, it just. I make 200,000. And I saw this a couple times while I was doing some research for that article. These girls be making six figures and then they be using it to go to college. It's like, do you not understand what the point? Why would you go to college? Why? Why would you waste? You are making six figures doing this at home. Ah, Save but father, father time in the wall catches up to us. No, all. I, I agree. I'm not, I'm not saying the women shouldn't go get a degree or shouldn't get some kind of education, but Dude, postpone that till you're 35. From 18 to 35, you can hey, let's do some math, shall we, Chad? Yeah, I love math. <clears throat> All right, 18. Uh, no, I did this wrong. Let me clear that. All right, 35 minus 18. Okay, so you got 17 years. That yeah, that's right. All right, let's say 150,000. Okay. Okay. Let's get rid of half of that because taxes. Hold on, I got my calculator. All here. right, that leaves one point two seven five million dollars. Seventeen years, you said. Yeah, should net you one point two seven five million dollars. Yeah, you're right. We divide it by two. One point two seven five. Yeah. Okay. So, how much? So that's how much per year divided by seventeen years. Divided by seventeen. Seventy five k a year. So that's okay. after taxes, right? That's after taxes. You could pretty much, even in Chicago, you could live on your, you could live pretty well for 70K after tax. You, you live in a modest apartment, not, not shitty or shoddy, a modest apartment. You drive a modest car. You save up all that money. And in about four or five years, you got enough to buy yourself a flat or a condo or a modest home somewhere in some town if you really wanted to and you just live out in the middle of nowhere or or, or just a cheap small town. And you're only five years into a 17-year career. So now you got 12 years left and you throw that money into a SEP IRA because you were wise to set up an LLC and spent $500 on the Chad Elkins webcam whoring uh, financial seminar. (laughs) <laughs> so by the time that exponentially grows, I'd imagine you'd be sitting on at least three quarters of a million dollars. So your house is paid off. You got three quarters of a million dollars. Um, you have no debts and you're 35. All right. You're, you're unless you piss it away. Which is uh, what a lot of them do, man. Like I, No, I know. I know. But I'm just saying by the time you're 35, three quarters of a million dollars in the bank, house paid off. You're on the easy glide path to a set retirement. 
And that is the time then that you go and you get yourself a degree in accounting, a degree in engineering, programming, or you know what? You got the money. You can get a degree in fluffy bunnies and flowers. You know, then you get your degree. So it, it's not saying don't get an education, but you show me the gal that majored in sociology that by the age of 35 has three quarters of a million dollars sitting in the bank and a house paid off. That woman does not exist unless she had rich parents. That's the only way that happened. I've never come across anyone even close to that. So, right. yeah, <laughs> we're not even, we're not there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're past 35. We're not there. <laughs> yeah. I, and, uh, oh, I forgot where we're going with this. Uh, I think Something. it was the question. What were we no, doing? we were yelling about the Carlson School of Management. Oh, and I the girls, love the Carlson School of Management. Right. They, the girls were, they were living off of daddy, something. Oh, I forgot what it was. I, I just, as it pertains to the ladies, just honest to God, that's how you survive there. That's what it was there. That's how you live on your own. You don't need dad or mom or the government to bail you out if you're making 75,000 take home pay. I agree. So, all right. Never mind. I forgot that we were on a roll somewhere. I don't know where we went. All right. Any other super chats? Yeah, we got a couple more. I was really enjoying what we were just talking about, by the way. That's, that's fun. Um, Okay. Esteban Mesa again for $2 says, what do you think of Mexican towns in Cali and lifestyle? I'm not sure what he's asking. Mexicali, the town Mexicali. Mexican towns in Cali. In lifestyle. Like Tijuana? Is he talking border towns? Let me see if he clarifies this. What a I'm not sure what he's asking. Well, I'll ramble to guess what it is. If he's talking about like the Mexican border towns, the Maquiladoras kind of suck, depending on where you go. Like California. Uh, <clears throat> like Mexican towns in California. Like where there's a Mexican population in California? I think that's what he's talking about. No. Um, I can't. California lifestyle. So I'll read this again. Okay. What do you think of Mexican towns in California and lifestyle? I, I still don't know the I question. Still, what's it like being a Mexican in a California town? That lifestyle? What's it like being? Because San Diego is different than Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, you can't just say there's Los Angeles proper, but then there's Oxnard, which oh, is yeah. a retirement community. And then there's Bakersfield, which I think is just a... a a manufacturing dump. Yeah. Uh, there's what well, I'm just trying to think of. Uh, Riverside is kind of quite seaside town. Uh, Huntington Beach is a bunch of surfers. I mean, you got to nail it down for me. You go up into the valley, you got to, you have Mexican towns because that's all the labor. He says little towns. I'm still not sure what he's asking. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I've not, and I haven't been to the little towns where there's a bunch of Mexicans running around. I've been to towns where there's been a bunch of Latinos running around, uh, but it's mixed in with a bunch of white people and black people and Asians. I mean, it's a smorgasbord out there in California. I've been to some of the border towns. Uh, what was the one? It's like Sayoto. Uh, that's on the way to Puerto Penasco, but those are. Sayoto is the border towns are like you, south of San Diego or no. The, well, Tijuana is interesting in more ways than one. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind checking out Tijuana because it's a large town. But border towns don't reflect the rest of Mexico because they're on the border for economic and other reasons. 
Right. So when you go to say Puerto Penasco, you I forget what the border town is. They got all this stuff they're trying to sell you that you can buy cheaper in Mexico. So like drugs, legal drugs, you know, uh, prescription yeah. type of stuff. Sure. Um, and you could carry it in the United States, uh, trinkets, uh, tourist stuff. Um, they're kind of dumpy and shady. The maquiladoras, which are more along, uh, the Texas, Arizona, uh, borders. Um, those are manufacturing towns with cheap labor that are kind of dumpy and there's crime like Juarez. Um, those are kind of dangerous. I've not been to them though. Yeah, I've been to El Paso, and I was told by so many people, do not go into Ciudad Juarez. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I, I I don't know. I haven't had that much experience. So Me neither. Yeah. I just, um, I, and I know I don't, I like San Diego. I loathe and detest pretty much all of Los Angeles and the surrounding community. Um, and San Francisco just, and I'm not even talking politically. People uh, shitting on the streets. Well, no, I'm not, not even that. I'm just saying it is. So traffic jammed and so full of itself, it, it can just please fuck off and die. You're not, it's kind of, I don't think there's anything like it. Maybe like they're, they're very much like Argentina. They're very proud of themselves and they think they're the greatest thing ever. And it's like, no, you're a fucking shithole. You're just a fucking shithole. Uh, you're not great. I don't care about your your cafes or your bars or your food. You guys are a fucking shithole. Your traffic sucks. Your cost of living are high. You are not a fi- financial success. You are an economic failure. You could then bring into the thing like people are shitting in the streets. You're an <sighs> ugly people. Not as ugly as Tacoma or Portland, but you're pretty damn ugly. <laughs> <clears throat> you You as a people fucking suck. And, and that's okay. You can be as a people that fucking sucks. And that's kind of Tacoma and Portland and Seattle. But they don't brag about it. San Francisco's, oh, we're so cultured. It was like, shut the fuck up. You're a group of inferior dipshits that are too stupid to solve your own goddamn problems. I just know I could never live in that city. Ever. No. Have, you, have you been to San Francisco? Many times. I used to have really? to work. I had work assignments there back when I was with the government. And it's just, ah. Don't like being there. That was in the mid 2000s too. I could see. Um, now, one thing I did like about San Francisco is it's, it is a big, it is a big modern city, uh, and it re- reminded me uh, if Chicago had hills. That's kind of the vibe I got from from San Francisco. The problem is, and I hate to pay Chicagoans a compliment because you're all a bunch of leftists. The people in Chicago are way the fuck cooler more intellectual cats I'd rather hang out with than you fucking frauds and phonies over in San Francisco. So like, in other words, if a bunch, we could get an army of Chicagoans to go and murder and kill and take over San Francisco, that would be pretty sweet. Could you imagine, like if San Francisco was popular with a bunch of Chicagoans, that would be a really cool freaking town. Uh, but I have no, no patience for the people of San Francisco whatsoever. It's kind of like I'll, Wyoming. It's it's beautiful, but the people make it suck. Well, honest to goodness, I, the cost of living here is half or even more. It's less than half of what you're paying for rent in San Fran. And some people think this city is expensive. I don't think so compared it's to not, some other. No, no. Your rent yeah. is even cheaper now than in the Twin Cities based on some stuff I saw. Um, and at least, at least in Chicago, you know, you'll get some first major metropolitan area benefits, 
you truly do have the best musicians in the country. You truly do have some of the best restaurants, uh, some of the best architecture, some of the best museums. San Francisco, here's our shit museum. It's just smeared shit in different ways, and it's so intelligent. Like, <laughs> get get the fuck out of here. Um. All right. Glad we solved his problem question. All right. For $5, Brighton Larson again. Thank you, awesome. Brighton. Thank you. He says, this show rocks. Thanks for the good laughs and no BS info. Come on over to Mesa, Arizona, and we'll shoot some guns and hike Flatiron. You uh, too, Chad. Flatiron, yeah. Hey, that. Um, if he's still in the chat, has he hiked the Peralta trails like done uh, Fremont Saddle? Uh, we'll see what he I, says. Because like, these, if, if you look at the map of Mesa, Atham, look this up. Um, Mesa, Phoenix is weird, man. However, they set that city up, it's just weird. It's not really a cent. I mean, there is a Phoenix. There is a downtown. Spread Phoenix, out, isn't it? But it's spread out all fucked up. Like you go yeah. way north to Cave Creek. You can now almost the metro has almost gotten out to Luke Air Force Base, which is way west, but it's not as populated. Uh, Scottsdale has a city limits that is all fucked up. Uh, Phoenix isn't really necessarily the geographic center. And then there's like this big bulb to the Southeast of the Metro includes Chandler, Mesa, Apache junction. Um, and it, and there, there's another highway loop, the two Oh two loop. You got two loops. You got a one Oh one that does a loop kind of center to the metro then there's this other loop that they just decided to make a 202 loop that crosses around it the highways 17 and 10 they they do this kind of oh what's the double helix like a um the dna strand they do this double helix by the airport it's all fucked up i'm like who do you know you have a flat land here no one was there 60 years ago. Why did you not plan this better? But I guess people just moved there so quickly. Um, but yeah, you it is not Chicago where it's like north, south, east, west, and here are main arteries in and out. It's you you gotta pay the fuck attention to your uh your GPS when you're going out to the Phoenix, I'll tell you that. So you've been to Mesa a few times before then? Yeah, I golf there once and you drive through it to get to uh some of my favorite hiking, and I'd love to do flat iron. Um I uh I got a an, I got a an Elkins like couple like how I visit huh. your parents yeah I visit um uh, parents of uh, oh how do I say this she's a friend of mine on Facebook that you wanted to meet when you came here but I told you she was a single mom or something oh like I know that. I know who you're talking about yeah her parents live out near where um what's his name who's in Mesa um let me see. Brighton Larson. Brighton. Okay. So her parents live out in his neck of the woods and like how I visit you or your parents. Uh, I went and visited her parents and they were about as ecstatic to see me as your parents. <laughs> so, I, just like, I should charge people where I'm like, Hey, your parents in the South, Aaron will be the surrogate kid and go visit your parents. So you don't have to, he'll charge a thousand dollars in gas. So that was actually used against me at one point. Did it? My mom Did was they? like, we've seen Aaron more than you this, this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, see now I could, I could pit you guys against one another. Like you could pay me to go visit them. Because uh, you don't want to, or you could pay me not to go visit them because it makes you look bad when I do. So it's like if I'm going through Santa Fe, you get you pay me not to visit them. 
Or because you want them off your ass, you pay me and I'll go visit them, whichever you want. I don't care. Well, they like seeing you so much, I shall not deprive them of that uh, honor. Hey, it's a good gig for me. I get to stop, take a rest, get some food. I, I, when, when other people's parents see me stop by, it, it's great. I got, I got a bunch of, uh, I, again, I can't mention the family name, but uh, they had a, a grapefruit tree out in the back and that helps lower my cholesterol. So I got a ton of grapefruit uh, from the mom. <laughs> And, uh, oh yeah, they, they think it's, they think it's wonderful. So I, yeah. Anybody in the chat room, pay me money, pay me super shekels. Give me the blood shekels. I'll go visit your parents. If they're in route to like Las Vegas or the area, I'll make that a service. We have got a real backup. Of oh, let's go through them then. Okay. Shekels. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, for $5, young Sykes says, Hey, Aaron, I'm the viewer that talked about Tommy Sotomayor. Okay, cool. He's alive. He's live right now. I will tell him that I sent him a message on Twitter. That Tom, you sent. I, I, yeah, yeah you, I told, he, him to, told him to DM me. Follow me and DM me. Yeah. Yeah, he told him that. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. I would love it if you got on that show. I don't. That's um, the problem is I don't. I, I know the name, but I don't know him. And anytime I go on somebody's show to be polite, I have to digest at least a little bit. For example, the school sucks project. I'll <laughs> plug him now. Because, no, it's great. His name's Brett. He's a great guy. And I had to download a bunch of his podcasts to listen. I'm always okay with listening to new podcasts, but it's like, oh, I'm not in the mood for this or whatever. And I'm going on another one called the parent pump or pump, pump the parent.com. Uh, 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 not so young gal, my age, a uh, lady named Jacqueline. She wants to talk to me about worthless. And, and again, not to be rude, I, I should listen to a couple of her podcasts to know what the show is about. And But Tommy Sotomayor, heard of him, don't know what he's about. So I got like, oh, okay, now to be polite, I got to go and, and listen to some of his podcasts. So he looks kind of fun, though. He's got a cool cowboy hat and everything. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> I probably enjoy this show. Uh, well, you are never going to guess who dropped a $1 super chat. You'll just never guess. The $1, well, that's got to be Atham. Yes, it's Atham. Yeah. <laughs> bacon, usually, bacon usually has some kind of, I was like, is it bacon? Oh, one, nah, that's Atham. He's too busy looking up Mesa and trying to figure out the layout of the Phoenix metropolitan area. Well, he left us another one right after this next one here. Oh my God. $2 Canadian. So you remember what happened last time we were doing a, a live stream? We had this guy, Ray John, who liked dropping. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. All right. What we got? What gay question do we have now? He, he asks, would you two make out? No. I was going to say, I, my sources See, say he, no he, on that he doesn't. <clears throat> he asked the wrong question. See, it's like he said, would you have sex with a guy that made $100,000? Well, no. You got to say there's got to be a contingency. If the guy paid you a million dollars, see that kind of thing. But if you, Aaron, would you punch yourself in the face? No, that's just... <laughs> well. Let me tell you why he does this. He when he's only um, giving us two dollars Canadian, they limit the amount of space you have. You know that you can only do a certain amount of characters. That's why Wait he has a minute. to leave. So based on okay, I know you have to contribute a certain amount to be able to say something. But let's say you donate two bucks. You only get a certain amount of characters to yeah. type. But if you donate a hundred, you can write a, a an article and a half. Exactly. Yeah. No exactly. kidding. You didn't know that? No, I thought it was like some minimum. Well, wait. So, what is a hundred? Because that guy last night, someone donated a hundred bucks. What does he get to do? Post what a thousand character limit or something? Well, we've got a 
this is coming up in just a minute. We have a $10 super chat okay. and it's pretty long. So it does allow you to do that. Okay. Sure well, they limit it, but yeah. All right. I did. I didn't. I'll look that up on the, that's kind of interesting. I mean, it's smart on uh, Twitch's part, which Google totally lifted this idea from, uh, but okay. So he was limited in his characters. That's why he only had a $2. All right. I see. Yeah. Saying. All right. So, uh, the answer is no, right? John, sorry to disappoint. Uh, <laughs> So Atham again, this is going back to what we were talking about, the Mexican towns in uh, California. For $2, Atham says, huh, what? Did somebody say Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> he could have told us. He would have had way more insight because he's lived you know, in both countries and has spent some time in California. I still don't know what the question was the guy was asking, though. I, I'm not sure either. I think, uh, I, I don't know. I think we can all just agree, though, that Mexicans suck especially those whose names begin with vowels and look at maps. I think that's what we can all. Ones uh, who have the same, uh, same first letter for their first and last names are. Yes. Uh, yes. Especially those guys. Don't get me started about those guys. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. So for $10. Oh, hang on for a second. I got to take this real, real quick. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All hey, right. Ev. I'm doing good. I'm in the middle of broadcasting right now, but I could take this because you're more important. You should mute this. Okay. Um, all right. I won't sing. I promise. Um, I'll have to drop off some flowers I got you because they'll be dead by that time. Let's overhear his conversation. All right. So are you going to be around this afternoon or this evening? Oh, do you need me to get you anything though? Beyond flowers aren't going to fix your leg. Flowers, ooh, charming. Oh God, yeah, it has been crap. Um, <laughs> you can sort of hear what the person says on the phone. Okay, well, we'll bring you some flowers, and I'll I'll get you some food or something. All right. All right, love you. All right, bye. <clears throat> Sorry, that was my grandma. I was just going to say, you're being so nice. I've never heard you be so nice before. Because she is the only woman that deserves it. <laughs> she is. She's, well, she, I remember being a kid. This was the nice grandma. This was the wonderful grandma. And she just was, she is this darling, wonderful woman. But she's also, uh, I won't tell you which company. She's a real cool gal. Uh, she worked in high finance, let's just say. Okay. okay. Uh, and not secretarial. We're talking, you know, because women were oppressed back in the day and they couldn't do it. Well, yeah, okay. Apparently the, she didn't get the memo. Uh, so she's very good at math. Cool. And um, the place she lives, they have regular games and maybe there's a little bit of money involved and played with there. And she always wins. She always wins. And I remember me and my cousins went to play with her. And she was only 88 at the time. Uh, and she took us all. She took us all. Like just schnookered us, all of us. The woman is a viper when it comes to playing cards. She And she doesn't care if you're her wonderful little grand. She will take your money. Um, so she, um, but she just, yeah, she makes food. And she's a grandma, like the way they should be. And so uh, it's her birthday. Uh, two days ago, she's 92, 93. Um, and we had a date and I was, I bought her a bunch of flowers, uh, but she got bad knee and stuff like that. So I'm going to go get her some food and, but she needs a rest. So, uh, you know, 
Wait till you're 92. You won't be jumping up and down ready to go. I don't even think I'll be here when I'm 92. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm I'm gonna be so if I make it to 62, I'll be happy. Because of the but, nagging, because of all the woman's nagging. Nagging. You and okay. I did have life expectancies of 100 until we dated a couple wrong gals, and now it's it's yeah, it's over. I'm gonna say your current GF doesn't seem like any type of nagger. They all nag, Chad. They all nag. Oh, I know. And you gotta be on it. You gotta be on it because she'll she'll come in and um. Well, even we we're talking yesterday when I called you about that uh, uh, recapture thing. Yeah, yeah. She's just like peck it. That, 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 that. Well, what about? And it's like, I'm like, can we not talk about depreciation recapture in our few moments of time off? Just, I, I would think she'd get excited <laughs> hearing that. Type she of does want you to email the estimates of how you calculated what I owed on recapture. She is on a professional level interested in that. Um. So if you could kindly email that to me, uh, we can we can worry about that. But she okay. did, she is interested on that professional level. But no, dude, they all they all nag. It's whether you can identify it quickly enough, and then bat it down, stop it, or mute it. And this is every woman. And if you don't intervene early, you do not intervene early. They they're not they're not even conscious of it. They will they will grab more and more. they're like the Borg. They unconsciously they just grab more and more. And more. So you got to stop them like the USS Enterprise and Picard. And so even something as small as like, I'll be going a certain way to, you could be going to, I don't know. Okay. Perfect example. Last night, just after we got off the phone with you, I was going to take her to one of her favorite bars and get her a cocktail. How, before you, did I go yeah. to that bar with you? Just out of curiosity. No, you did not. No. Okay. This is a different bar. It, we want to wait. It's it, it's one of her favorites. It's nothing worthwhile going to otherwise. <laughs> okay, it's a nice bar. Don't get I, out of everything the Twin Cities offer. I would not take you to this bar because it's in the suburb. It's nothing notable. It's not a cool hundred year old establishment. Okay. Nice bar, no. So, and then we also have to go to Steers or some store to return something. So the store is to the left. The cocktail is to the right. I'm about to turn right. It's like, but the store's over there, the store's over there, the store's over there. And you know what I did? <laughs> you went right anyway? I just kept going right. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. <clears throat> and she's like, well, wait, are, oh, are we going to the, to the bar? I'm like, yeah, we're going to the bar. Oh, okay. And then, uh, but, and, and I can't, I'm sure there's a million little anecdotes. We've been together for quite some time. Uh, and, and any married man, successfully married, uh, will tell you this, you you have got to get it, nip it in the bud, man. You know, like, oh, that's nice. You know, it's just, it's just like pat him on the head. Thank you. I'll uh, not take it under advisement. Really? We can get that place quicker? Huh? I guess I'm going to still go this way. Um, I got to so tell it, you, man, because you knew my whole experience. I knew like, Cuddle Welcomes, yes. Yeah, I, I am very sensitive to nagging right now. If somebody's being a little too much of a nagger in Good. the future or whatever, I, I have no qualms about being I'm out. Yeah, no, it's it's actually good to, I mean, that's one of the benefits of going through an experience like that is you can identify it quickly as hell. Yeah. And you're on it. Because <clears throat> a lot of nice girls, they don't, it's in their name. It just is. I've seen my mom. <laughs> my my stepdad ain't young I, either. You know, he's taking a rest. And so we're trying to find him. And my mom's yelling his name through the house. And then I, I find him in the bed because he's just lying down taking a nap. I go out. I say, oh, he's taking a nap. So then she goes in and wakes him up. I'm like, what? Mom, Why? Fuck. 
just let him be. Just he did. He did. And it was a, it was a question about I don't know fucking horses or some house chore. It's like for fuck's sake, let the guy rest. Yeah. What the hell? I, I wonder if he's gonna live longer or not. Now I wonder. I wonder if he's gonna see ninety or not. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, I know. I know. It's just. Oh God. I can. It's so funny when you're young. All you want is women, and then when you're old, all you want to do is get away from them and go <laughs> sit on a boat with the guys and have silence. It's just. Jeez. I think I'm at that point uh, now, you know, not no. getting away from the women. But um, All right, we're on some topic. What was the super chat about again? We... Uh, well, we were, we can shift gears because this next one from. Well, no, I thought we had an issue unresolved. We were talking. Did Anthem we? Anthem came on. Yeah, we're, we're picking on him because he has two vowels that are the same in his first and last name. Oh, he was just saying that, you know, did someone say Mexican about. Um, yeah, Mexican yeah. No, I thought we had gone. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no, but that was, I was going to say, uh, so that's my grandma. That's why I had to take it. And that's why I'm nice. And if a woman actually lives a life and behaves like that woman, I will treat her like that. Yeah. And she doesn't have tattoos. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. I was getting I excited. World, I don't think any World War II generation ever had a tattoo. God bless them. And if they were, they were probably at Pearl Harbor. Um, you know what? If they were, they probably did earn it. Yeah. Um, Egon the Conqueror. I might even. I might not even be saying that right. Aijon or Egon the Conqueror. So he has two back to back here: a ten dollar right. one and a five dollar one. Because Damn, I, we're making some good shekels here today. I paid for those flowers with the shekels. I think he ran out of room because of character limitations right, on the first right, ten dollar one. So I'm going to read these at the same time. He says, I love your book, Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, and I give it to all my friends. I'm a software engineer with a BS in computer science. I want to learn finance and business so I can create passive income. What's the best way for me to learn about business and finance? My goal is to be my own boss and make some real money while I enjoy life. That's a very good goal. Okay. So that's the first question. Yeah. How should he learn about it. Okay. Uh, here's the deal. Business and finance and accounting are not, well, accounting is, okay, business and entrepreneurship are not skills. They're not things you study like, I'm going to learn this, I'm going to learn COBOL, I'm going to learn Python, I'm going to learn C Sharp. That is not how it works. It is common sense. This is why I say business degrees are worthless. What you need is simple common sense and a business idea that nobody else has. And then a little bit of knowledge and skills so that you learn how to bring that product to market. And that's all the business you know. There's The MBA is the most overladen, overkilled degree there ever was. There is not that much to learn in business. I, honestly, I agree. I honestly think that everything that needs to be taught about business could be done in a week-long seminar. Period. That's it. You you know then, why I agree? I'm sorry to interrupt. Because you went to, to you got your MBA. And so I got my MBA, went back to corporate America for a while, and then started my own business, you know, full time. What do you think? Where do you think I learned everything about business? It wasn't through sitting through like theoretical classes or being in groups with freeloaders. Yeah, or professors who never ran a goddamn business in their life either. Yeah. So I'm really down on the MBA, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Now here's <clears throat> what, what you need to know, as far as I'm concerned, 
is how to set up an LLC, which we just <laughs> taught. No, I'm not kidding. That is a five minute. This is how simple it is. It's very it is easy. A five minute process. You how to set up an LLC. Just watch a YouTube video on. It's not that hard. Uh, you need to learn how to read an income statement and a balance sheet. Then you need to learn some kind of temporary accounting method. Now you can go out and get uh, software. Um, what's what is the quick one? The easy one. You mean QuickBooks or QuickBooks? I was thinking Peachtree, but uh, QuickBooks. Just go get QuickBooks. And you, being an engineer, STEM guy, you're going to understand this. You're going to have revenue coming in, and you're going to have all these expenses. And you save your receipts, either actual physical receipts or records of your credit card statement online. And you then organize and add up the receipts based on each type of expense. So here's fuel expense. Here's well, insurance expense. Yeah. But this is what some people do. And I think it's really smart when they do this. And I'm not mm -hmm. being biased. I have people during my off season, you know, in the summer, they'll send me emails and they'll say, hey, I want to start my own business. Um, can we go over accounting, QuickBooks? Can you show me what expenses I should track? Yada, yada, yada. And I just bring them in my office. I mean, I, they do have to pay my hourly rate, but I've been told they get so much out of that. So you could even, if there's a CPA you like and trust, go go visit them. And they'll show you how to do it. That, that certainly, I don't even think he has to do that. He probably does. Yeah. Probably smart enough. You just you just look at what a balance, I'm sorry, an income statement is. Or Schedule C, they're going to be synonymous. That's what you're going to yeah. fill on your tax return. You just, and again, a tutorial. How do I put together an income statement? What is an income statement? Then an accounting method. I got my box right here. My shoebox. Shoebox full of receipts. Full of receipts. This is it. Wow, that's big. Well, it is big. Well, a lot of them are other papers that state. And they're not just little receipts. Um, I add those all up on a, an Excel spreadsheet I have. And then there's the revenue. Here's all the individual expenses. Uh, there's my profit at the bottom. I ship that off to Chad Elkins. He does the taxes. Uh, he doesn't really it. ship it off to me. <laughs> anyway, uh, as long as you can understand what an income statement is, how to read an income statement, and how to put together an income statement, those three things, that is the most important part about entrepreneurship. And you could probably figure that out in a day of just watching YouTubes. That's yeah, it. you could. Yeah. <clears throat> now, if you needed a little bit more hand-holding, I'm not saying this to sell my, st my stuff, but it's in there. Get my book, Bachelor Pad Economics, and it goes through. There's a segment in there about entrepreneurship and how, what is an income statement? How do you read an income statement? A balance sheet, secondary, not really that vital, but, but somewhat important nonetheless. And, and how to set up an LLC. What is an LLC? It's there. So don't take a class. Don't get a degree. Don't even take a night class. Just go read that segment of the book if you even need it after going through some YouTube videos and all that. And that's all you need for starting and running a business. The rest is common sense. You don't need to take a class in marketing. You don't need to take a class in HR because you're not going to have an HR department because why would you? They're a royal pain in the ass. You're not going to hire people. Uh, and if you do get to that point, then you're going to contract. In other words, the stuff that you need will become apparent as it does, and then you could go research it then on your own. But otherwise, absolutely not. Do not study it more than just finding out some YouTube tutorials, maybe reading a little bit of a segment of a book. That's it. And, and if you're still, after doing all that, you're still not feeling confident or you're feeling unsure, Go see somebody like me for an hour. It'll be worth your time to fill in the gaps only if you feel like you just need a little bit more. Mm -hmm. so 
What so. uh, Chad? What time you gotta get out of here? Too hard? Uh, I got another half hour if we go that far. Okay. Like we All right. got it. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, let's we, let's get through the rest of them then. Okay. My goodness. <laughs> See, that's why I'm saying we gotta get through the rest of them. Well, it's this guy already asked us this last time. Two dollars Canadian. If you uh, catch my drift. Okay. Um, hey, it's money. Have you guys had sex? Who's on top? From no. Ray John. No, <laughs> yeah. we have not done so, that. So Ray John. Neither have been on top. There we go. Thanks for the two dollars. Well, there's some people in there that are like, you should block Ray John, but I don't agree. Let him keep I doing did, this. I, well, but, but I don't believe in blocking. I really don't. <laughs> Even people who've given me threats on Twitter or what, I don't care. Fine, say whatever you. I mean, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it, I, I think he's just being. He's trying to be and kind of is being funny. And he's paying his fee. Who gives a shit? No, no. All right, it's not bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So for $2.22, Atham says Elkins is five foot one and weighs 90 pounds. No, I'm about <laughs> five foot one and three quarters. And I weigh, last time I weighed myself, it was 93 pounds. Good. So sucks to be you, Atham. He is taller than us, though. That's the thing that sucks. He's, well, you've met, he's that tall yeah. in real life? Yeah. Well, he's not that tall. He's he's six, solid six, yeah. Lucky. Yeah. Um. All right. So for $5, Brendan Lucero, who's been on the, here before, mm. says, hey, Chad, is Aaron right when he says you can get an accounting degree on WGU? I think that's Western Governors University. So an, right. an online program. I think you can, right? Yeah, it, you can. It's, oh, accredited. it's accredited. Um, <clears throat> what... The concern I have is not necessarily the degree itself, but the states, the individual uh, CPA sitting requirements, it'll vary by state. And I haven't gone and looked, but you're going to want to double check. I don't think they're going to question it, though, because if it's accredited by the original accredit- accrediting agencies, uh, it's an acceptable degree. But my fear is like uh, Kansas says, well, we don't accept degrees from this. What's well, like, well, wait, they're accredited. Are you going to not accept it from all the other colleges? Or well, what? I'm at the website right now mm-hmm. and it, it seems to be accredited. It says this bachelor's degree is the first steps towards CPA certification. Okay, there you go. So right. I, I think this is legit. Now, mm-hmm. I will say this, like online learning, I, I was never really great at that. You know, I, I do like interaction. So, um, I don't know, it might be a little bit tougher to learn some of this stuff, but it's convenient and cheaper. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No commuting. Exactly. And you won't get accused of sexual harassment. (laughs) Um, okay. Wizardly wizard for $10 says, what are the potential downsides to minimalism? Have you ever experienced any? Currently, I'm living off of $385. I think that's per month. At 26, I barely have to work, and I'm starting to feel quite lethargic and bored. What do you think of all this? There's some downsides, right? There's some downsides. And I wasn't necessarily thinking of what he brought up, although, I mean, that's certainly a point. Um, The main one, uh, when you're forced to be a minimalist is when you're in college, because there is no money, Uh is you see all your friends going out and having fun like that youth group, like the 20 something. Oh, let's go party. Like, Oh, I want to go party. Yeah. And, and you think that there's more to a nightclub or going to the bars than the first five or six times. You're like, I'm missing something. No, there must be some here. Everyone keeps going here. And you got to realize, no, there is nothing there. There really is nothing there. 
So there's that, or, you know, young men, they always want to get a sports car. They want to get a motorcycle. They want to go adventure and fly to you. And the truth is, no, that sports car is not all that exciting. If you want, go rent a sports car. I think every young man should rent a sports car to find out just they're not that exciting. They're kind of a pain in the ass, actually. Um, it, it's that envy. Am I missing out on something? And <clears throat> there's ways to find out you're not. You know, me telling you you're not, you're not going to believe it. Well, I thought um, of a big one, and maybe you're yeah. getting to this. It can't if, you know, he's 26. I, I assume his libido is still not reduced itself yet. To take women out, I'm sorry, but you do have to spend at least some money, don't you think? Yeah, but I, I'm getting so blackpilled on that. I'm not even in the market, but seeing what is being required. Yeah, like I, uh, I'm just saying if he and and what to. And what's on the menu when it comes to women? No, I mean, I'd rather stay at, honestly, it's like, nah, I'd, I'd rather stay at home and play some video games. You know, you want me to spend a hundred dollars on a six, uh, to listen, you tell me about your degree in, in English. Uh, no, I'm going to, honestly, I'd jerk off the porn before that. I, so I would give him what's out there. I don't know how hard up are guys that I, I suppose. Yeah. At 26, he'd. I, I, but then at the same time, I was living in a basement. I killed it when I was 26. So I I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of biking dates, physical activity dates, yeah. cheap dates. Yeah, well, there's I, other options. I'm just thinking, you know, you know how women are these days. I Unfortunately, I kind of do. But I even yeah. remember when I was in Chicago, I dated a gal. I was 22 and our first date was a bike. Cost us nothing. We just biked all around Chicago, went up North Shore and North Park. Well, that's a great first date. Whew. Yeah, it was a better second date. That was <laughs> um you're probably right i was just throwing that in there because uh but he was he was mentioning he was mentioning um he's getting bored and you know you know you, you need to get hobbies it's okay to spend some one of the great things about being a minimalist is you actually have the money for other stuff i mean a lot of people think minimalists don't have money it's like no it's actually quite the opposite if you're a minimalist you're usually saving people saving. don't people don't make their money you know real rich people they don't make their money they save their money and so you should have a war fund built up where yeah you know you want to go to europe go to europe i mean what i'm probably going to do here come winter time is go out to iceland uh which is universally cold all around so it doesn't matter really when you go uh because i can afford it you know i'm going to go check it out uh, so you could expend your money on some experiences and whatnot if you're starting to get bored. But I, I hear a twinge of super high IQ and he's not finding people, which whether he was a minimalist or not would be a problem he'd run into regardless. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that we're caught up for now. Cool. Did the other guy who was our software engineer, you said he had two questions. Yeah, so I did them all at the same time. Like he did oh. a $10 one where he was giving us his background and then the $5 oh, one where okay. we were telling him what he ought to do. Yeah. All right, good. All right, well, let's go through this uh, asshole consulting request. What time are we at? Uh, it's I, I got like 25 minutes or so. It's one fifty-one. No, no, how how far are we into the podcast? Oh, right? a minute 13. One a minute, an, uh, 113 minutes. <laughs> He's a CPA if you want your accuracy. There's a... All right, then I'll tell him. All right, hey, Aaron. <clears throat> First off, I want to thank you for convincing me to join the United States Air Force a few months back. I know you don't remember your clients, but I just wanted to say thanks. Definitely sent me in the right direction towards better things in my life. I needed a kick in the ass, so I appreciate it. See, asshole consulting. Just, it it's worth the money, guys. Pay me. Fucking pay <laughs> me. Anyway, let's get to it. 
I need your help again. I'm 25, turn 26 next month, single, no children, in good shape health-wise, officially in the Air Force and going through my medical training for an assigned job. I recently received my first duty station, which would be in California. I'm not going to say where, which is an hour away from the base. I'm currently training within a, an IT STEM field and receiving certifications required to the job I'm assigned. I plan on getting more certifications after the military and receive the bachelor's in computer science and basically work within the industry as a whole. I'm near the middle of a hot tech hub, hoping that I can use this opportunity to possibly network and create myself a better opportunity career-wise in the future with software engineering, cybersecurity, or data science. Problem is that I also want to travel a bit as well and enjoy myself. Someone else in the uh, Air Force wants to trade bases with me. This person wants to trade a base that's in Europe for my base in California. Originally, I would like would have liked to go overseas, but I sold with California until I heard the offer. Now I'm stuck between the two. Do I go to Cali to do better, to better my chances to get into a field I'm looking to get into during or after my service by surrounding myself with the buzz, networking? Guys, you can write a lot more succinct than travel later on on my own time and dime. Or do I go to Europe, travel, live there, learn about the culture, explore a bit, and enjoy the rest of my 20s overseas? And think about a career uh, later. I'm not saying I'm going to be working and developing my skills overseas, but I won't be next to the tech action that I keep hearing about for people who want to work with computer technology within the San Fran, Silicon Valley, etc. <clears throat> There's also the pop possibility I could take the skills I learned and bring them to Europe, but that's just a side thought, a big if and when. Anyways, difficulty priority. I'm, I'm skipping ahead because people don't write quickly enough for me. All right. I asked him how long his contract was in the Air Force. He has a four-year contract, and he's only in for three months so far. So he has three years and nine months left. Mr. Elkins, what should he do? Well, it's a bit of a tough one, but I anything that gets you out of California is probably a good thing, don't you think? Um, not necessarily for his career. I mean, See, yes, long term, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's it, it is a bit of a tough one because you want to if you're going to travel, you want to go to Europe and then see new countries. A great time to do it is when you're young, you know, you're not tied down. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, yeah, get the hell out of California and live a bit. But I, I just I don't know enough about how these careers work, whether it would hurt them or not. Um, what I, do you think? I'm just trying to double check on something. Enjoy my rest of twenty. Think Did you forward this or no? You didn't. No, I didn't. I just okay. read this. Not to say I'm not going to be working and developing my skills overseas. There, that's so he is. is. So he is going to work on his skills overseas. The answer is very clearly to me to go to Europe, uh, because you will travel for free. And here's the other thing: to travel, one of the biggest expenses is lodging. Now, if the Air Force is going to pay for your lodging. And you're gonna be, and the other thing is when you travel, you go you go for two weeks and you come back. You're there for years and you have free lodging. And now you really get to take in the culture. And you're not sacrificing your career because you're still gonna be doing the IT stuff um uh, over there. It just happens to be over there. And here's the other thing: you wouldn't be able to go work for California companies uh if you were in California anyway, because you're working for the military. And I also do not believe in this uh, networking thing. I really don't. They're all going to be where the action is. Bullshit. 
if I went and stood by Wall Street, I wouldn't, you know, I went to the bars or whatever and shop where the, the finance people, that doesn't mean I get a job. Uh, it is going to be your skills, your certifications, um, your experience, and then you go apply to Silicon Valley or wherever you want. And I guarantee if you look at where people come from who are working in Silicon Valley, they don't all come from California and got their jobs because they live nearby. I absolutely would go to uh, Europe. I would get as many certifications as you possibly could. And I would get experience in the in-demand uh, fields if it's possible within the military. I don't know how much control you have on nudging that the direction you want to go. I think they just tell you what to do. But you get the experience, you get the certifications, you build up your resume, and that's going to increase your chances of getting in there more than some fuck-knob hobnobbing with a bunch of assholes sipping fucking champagne uh, talking about Google's new release of uh, <clears throat> transgender safe space at their camp. I, there's that, that networking thing is such bullshit. Uh, well, I, I would absolutely go to Europe. Your, your resume goes to the top of the pile when people see that you've been in the military, in the army a lot of the time. Like it's very well respected in private industry. Right. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, because some of those liberal types would probably, this is a baby killer. Like, this is computers, man. <laughs> yeah, but they need the diversity, the mandates. You know, they will, they need veterans. The government. Oh, yeah. Said that. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. I mean, if, if you could become disabled somehow, you know, you get a really bad paper cut when you're programming or something. Excuse I don't know. me. I think you meant to say differently abled. <laughs> no, I meant, to, I meant to say disabled. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I, never mind. I'll tell you an idea I have for for a bumper sticker later on. Uh, but so, uh, yes, that's what I would do. I would uh, I would definitely go to Europe. It's a no brainer. You, you yeah. know, go to Europe, have fun in your twenties, learn skills, and the, the U.S. You can always come back if you really want to mm -hmm. down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going through the rest of them. A lot of people send in a lot of questions, but no money. <laughs> are they in block text or in paragraphs? No, they're not in block text. Uh, video was said no. They were they were well written, uh, but again, like here, one I saved this. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's one. I'm not going to really read it. Uh, he's a 17 year old. He's over in Australia. Wants to know if he should drop out a high school. I don't want you to answer his question. Okay. All right. But let's just think about, maybe I will read through it. You think about the question and whether getting the right information is worth him dropping, you know, $30 at this point right now. You know, oh, he hasn't he's, paid you yet? He hasn't paid me yet. You tell me, let's do it differently. I'll read the request. You tell me a dollar figure estimating the value of getting the right answer to his question versus getting the wrong answer. All right. Okay. I'll try. Good day, Cappy. I'm an Asian 17 year old currently doing his final year at high school in Victoria, Australia. So basically what my problem is that I'm really wanting to drop out of high school, but I don't know if this is really a bad idea. And I was wondering, what do you think I should do? I absolutely fucking hate and despise school. The subjects I am currently doing feel like they are a complete waste of time. I'm currently doing English, math extensions, calculus, biology, chemistry, and business management. I was forced into these subjects by my parents. 
I'm doing fine and passing all my subjects. I've recently been interested in becoming a front-end web developer. I'm currently doing an online course in my spare time. Is it possible for me to get a job in this field without having to go to university to get a degree? I'm worried if I drop out of high school, I won't be able to do it, and I'll be closing important pathways as a consequence. I'm also interested in becoming an electrician as a last resort. I'm just wondering if completing high school and going to university as college uh, is really necessary for me. Is it really bad if I drop out now? I'm under the expectation and under pressure by my parents to complete high school and obtain a really high adder score. That's their uh, uh, SAT, SAT kind of, yes, yeah. GPA. So I become a doctor or a lawyer, typical Asian stuff, or just to finish up school and get my certificate so that I have more opportunities. <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. He's talking about military. Now, let me ask you this. Don't answer his qu the question. How important, what dollar figure would you put on him getting the right answer to this question? I mean, it would have to be a really high one because this is a true, if, if you want to call it a fork at the road where your life right. would be altered significantly, whatever mm -hmm. direction you go in. Right. Um, truthfully, I'm having a hard time putting a, a dollar amount on it. It's a lot higher than $30. I'll tell you yes. that. Yes, it is. That's um, why asshole consulting is very proud. We deliver more value than what we charge you. I, man, it's gotta be at least four figures for this kind of advice. Oh I yeah. Four. I mean, you want to talk about the net present value of path a versus path B the difference I'd say a quarter million. I mean, that's really, I mean, now that would be a net neutral. He'd come out equal. Like if he followed the advice I would have given yeah. him, <clears throat> it would be worth a quarter million dollars. But you see, uh, he just doesn't want to pay because, you know, things should be free in life. We probably didn't have any money, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, no, no. He, if you're living at home, you can always, you always had, you could scratch up 35 bucks back when you were high school, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 No, this is one of the, how much, see, you and I don't have to say, well, maybe I could tell this myself. How much would I have paid myself to tell myself not to major in finance or go to the Carlson school? Uh, you would have paid yourself a ton. $50,000 easy. I would have gotten a loan and gone back and paid, you know, say, you, you know, here, tell me what to, I would have easily $50,000. What do you think people, all these millennials now with their masters in monkey butt fucking, or whatever the hell their degrees are with a with a minor in you know lice picking. What do you think they would have paid to go back in time to tell them prevent themselves from majoring in stupid shit? Uh, at least fifty k. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah, probably more. I mean, so, yeah, because that, that's everybody got lied to about that. I mean, hell, I was lied to. I just got lucky and and major in things that I thought could I could earn money with. Yeah. So. No, I it, kids. Trust you, me. You want America's older brother? You, hell, super chats. We give these guys, you know, hey, for ten dollars, yeah. Here's your here's your vaccination against uh, tuberculosis for ten bucks. Trust me, it's worth it. You want this? Well, if this they're really smart, they should come onto the chat here. You know, have use in little text instead of these long, you know, overblown emails, and ask your question because then we have to answer it. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, that's why I like the super chats. It's like machine gun, rapid fire, asshole consulting. So, all right, anything else we got? I don't see anything on here. Cool. I think we're good. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We made it without bacon. I bet you bacon sleeping or working or something. He's not able to keep us here no more. That's we we did pretty well with the super chats. Yeah, without bacon. Yeah. No, I gotta, and I also gotta pay out from your last one there. <clears throat> after Google takes its cut. Um. All right. Uh, if you kindly would check out my books, which include Reconnaissance Man, Black Man's Got Out of Poverty, Black uh, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, Enjoy the Decline, Curse of the High IQ, Poor Richard's Retirement. 
And if you have not, or if you already have bought them, please review them online and give them a star rating. It's very nice. Also, there are the best of books of Cappy. I think I got them here. Hang on. Uh, Brendan Lucero, don't worry. I'll run this by him. Your super chat. As a heads up, we got another super chat, but keep doing what you're That's doing. We right. got yeah, we'll get through this. Yeah. There is the best of books. See, the best of Captain Capitalism. So if you like my blog, but you don't want to go and spend time finding all the good posts, just get these books. There are three of them. Captain Capitalism Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and Love Letters to the Left all have a different 1950s-style pinup artiste drawn uh, pinup on them to make them better than the shitty ass covers I'd provided for them before. Uh, Run guts, pull cones and pushing rubber downhill. Two books by my good friend and compatriot, Adam Piggott. You can find him at his website, pushing rubber downhill.com. And then we have the league of extraordinary podcasters, which includes 405 media.com financial survival network with Carrie Lutz, Silvio Contos, Conto talk spelled C A N T O. O'Shea Jackson, you can find him on YouTube. Economic Invincibility, YouTube as well. TJMartinell.com. He is our, he, you know, he is the most successful 11-year-old podcaster journalist we have in the United States. I mean, you want to talk about a wunder kid. That he's going to be 12 next year. Wow, that is creeping yeah. up into eligible bachelor territory. I was I was thinking about getting him like a, a like a Lincoln log sets, but you know, these kids nowadays they want electrical doodads, but he's not really into technology. So I was thinking like maybe a what do you get a 12-year-old kid? What did you get when you were 12? Was it Hasbro, those little train sets that uh, we had? He might, he might like, he might, maybe it's a little, what do, what do you get a 12-year-old kid? I mean, he might start liking girls now, too. Oh, uh, we could get him a, a Hustler magazine. No, no, that's, I got, well, happy medium. Let's get him what's happening to my body, because that's about to happen. You know, it's within a year. Thing is going to happen to his body, and TJ is going to get a little freaked out and wonder what's going on, you know, and so it, <laughs> Maybe we'll get him that book. So uh, uh, you can find uh, TJ Martinell at tjmartinell.com. I guess he's written some books or something too. I don't know. Small scale life. If you want to chill out and learn how to grow vegetables and stuff in your backyard and be very calm and relaxed. It's basically the opposite of me. Um, <laughs> the The host of the show is a friend of mine. He's way laid back and very happy with life. World-class bullshitters. Uh, you can find those on YouTube. Entrepreneurs in cars. Our good friend, Rich. You like Rich Cooper, right? You you tune into his show. He is my brother from another mother. My brother from another mother. You know how he's got that nice uh, deep voice? Yeah. It's his it's his beard. It it's muffles beard? it. Yeah, if he shaved off his beard, he can get kind of like this. Hey. I got a quick thing about Rich. Like yeah. I saw, just kind of as an accident, I saw some of his first YouTube videos from like four or five years ago. Yeah. He, he doesn't have that. And he looks no. so different. Yeah, so different. Wait. Clean shaven or just a little bit? Just a little bit. and But, I mean, man, the, the difference is stark. That's like Santa Claus without his beard. That Yeah, I can't imagine Rich without that thing. Go back to his 2015 and 2016 <laughs> videos and you'll see it. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I was just... No, no. The difference was really, really noticeable. That'd be like you growing a beard. I don't know what you would look like with a beard. I'm working on it. Hang on. Let me switch. You are? A little bit. I haven't shaved in a while. I'll send you a an old while. Wait, wait, you got like you got some specks of dust. What's a while? How long did it get you to get those specks of dust? Uh, you know, it took me about three months, but I'm getting there. 
Really? That didn't take you three months. No, How long no, did- no. I, I last shaved on Monday, I think, or Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I shaved before we did the last one, and then that was Tuesday, wasn't it? Oh, wow. You got to wait. Yeah. Yeah, you better take. See, they say if you take some collagen peptides, your hair and your skin will grow faster. Is that what they say? That's what they say. That's what is in my coffee now. Is they say I, got, I take collagen peptides? I won't kid. I won't kid you. My beard did grow faster. Sometimes they're actually right about they say. Um, In all seriousness, well, they say I actually do have a picture of me with a full beard, but I can show you that later. (laughs) Oh God, that'd be hilarious. Uh, Noncommunistsciencefiction.com, the works of Michael Kingswood. Uh, If you want to listen to and read, he uh, he has uh, both audio and regular books at Noncommunist Science Fiction. So if you like science fiction, but you're sick of the communist science fiction, Check out noncommunistsciencefiction.com. And our good pal, Dr. David Perodin, over at Safety PhD, the safety doc, if you want to learn it. Dude, do you know how much money that guy is making with all these school shootings? And his specialty is safety at schools. And he's like trying to retire. Man, right place at the right time. He's going to face the same thing with asshole consulting. It's like, uh, you do know that your number one driver of demand for your services, Doc, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's listening, is broken homes and the absentee, uh, absent fathers. You do know that, Doc, right? And this is only going to be a booming economy. There's going to be such a gravitational pull. Doc, you should triple your hourly wa- wage. If ever, anyone comes out and hire, you know, like I hired Clint Eastwood, the gunslinger out of retirement, that kind of thing. You know, oh, I want $10 million in gold. And uh, he could he could charge it. He could charge it because there's going to be more of these coming along the way because, well, you don't need fathers or masculinity in our households um will you do something for me real quick sure go to our you know the group chat we have on the hangout right now yeah hang on let me click on the link i just i really want your opinion on this like click on the link i just uh sent you oh wait our our yeah ours our thing yeah hang on do we have it what i did was oh here here's the chat okay yeah i sent him a picture of me with a beard I'm really curious what I you got, think. Damn it, I got to log in. All right. Well, if it's that and much. No, I lo- I'm logging in. I'm logging on. It... Fuck, I hate Google. <laughs> Fuck, just, just go to where I want. Holy shit. Chad, You because that's the look now that the girls like. You really? Look like, uh, yeah, you look like Thor from... Uh, 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 the the Avengers thing. You grow that back, I guarantee you girls will throw themselves at you. What if I told you that it would be half gray or maybe more now? That's Get bad, that touch right? Of gray. No, no. Girls dig the touch of gray, man. Really? And oh, yes. Hair? Oh, yeah. Well, okay, then you die. Okay, look. Well, no, I won't we, die it. But. You can't do anything with it until you get it, okay? So first get it. See what happens with the touch of gray. And if you don't have success, then you go and diet. That's it. All right. Well, I'm glad you approve. Yeah. Oh my God, that was funny. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll show it to the to the GF. We'll see what she. Yeah, thinks. I really want the GF's opinion. She she likes you though, just because you say nice things about her. Well, how about this? Maybe you'll you'll show the picture to her, and she won't even recognize it's me. So you she'll could, know it's you. She, she'll I, know it's I, me. I guarantee. Okay. I'll film her response and I'll send it to you. That's what I'm going <laughs> to okay. do. Yeah uh yeah so uh that's it anything left in the super chats just a couple more okay um so the first one is from brendan lucero for two dollars 
Simple question: Digital marketing, yay or nay? Should he go? Yay, into it? yay! If you go, if you don't get a master's degree in it, go through Seth Himes, InDemandCareer.com. Seth Himes, S E T H Himes, H Y M E S. Uh, our good friend Nick Schulener will uh, testify to it. Um, and that program that Seth has put together is not only affordable, but it's very good. And he has helped a lot of young men and women. Uh, I wouldn't say escape poverty, but certainly escape the poverty that would have been coming their way had they signed up for a thousand, hundred thousand dollar debt for a marketing degree. Um, he has people who have degrees in marketing saying this was never taught. Like this is, you know, you have some old washed up professor from the eighties who still talk in marketing like the internet doesn't exist. So, uh, yeah, do go Seth Himes in demand career.com. Absolutely. Okay. And he got some help from the people in the chat as well. Cool. So. Right. Yeah. So for the next one, I'm not sure what this is. Joe Jones for $1.99 says price for repost of the ADHD Dahoud video. Do you know what that is? D-A-H-U-D. No, the HUD, HUD, HUDs. Oh, I, is that one I, you did? Or? Yeah, I did one basically calling uh, out all the people faking. I have ADHD and Asperger's and autism and, um, What's his name? The amazing atheist uh, that got some sand in his vagina. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to delete it off of YouTube so it doesn't cause no ruffles. Oh. Um, you know, so I, and I can upload it to uh, daily motion or something, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, that, that one. And there's nothing, there's nothing that would violate the policy, but who gives a shit, you know, like why bother with it? Um, plus the, I think it's all well known. People are starting to, get hip to the jive about no you don't have adhd no you don't have asperger's you're just faking it knock it off for the attention whoring um and plus i think the amazing atheist just kind of blew up he uh he crashed and burned i don't know if he's relevant as he was anymore but was he again, the, the really pudgy guy i can't remember that doesn't really nail it down <laughs> uh, there chad in the world of atheists uh, uh, I, uh I, he he's very large yeah he's fat um, he's like your stereotypical basement dweller. He's got the beard and the yeah, hair I know. And it, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely like, know. Yeah. He is like seven feet tall. He's like a monster. He's like just this huge fat man. Um, and yeah, he was all about yeah, I got this disorder and and the this is the one that shoved a banana up his ass on the fucking internet. Oh, that doesn't sound like somebody I'd want to hang out with. No, no, this is it's it's one of those I guess train wreck channels like chris chan or uh movie bob <laughs> they're just they're such train wrecks that you you watch it for that which makes them popular which makes them continue it and shield like they make a lot of money but they don't re- people think they're actually listening them to what they say where it's like no let's go watch the freak show it's kind of like that oh uh. because i got news for you if i stuck a banana up my ass and showed it on the internet I would be out of business. There'd be no way I could, people would not tune in for the show. That's that Clary lost it. But you see, I started on the, I'm a sane person who has his shit together living in the real world foot. Um, I don't know if uh, the likes of the amazing atheists or the Chris Chans of the world started off on that foot. If all of a sudden they started like getting their shit together and shaved and lost weight and no, no, I'm an investment. They'd lose their audience because people tune in for the train wreck, not for, Hey, here's a normal guy with his life together. Well, I'm mad at myself for missing that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've had we all shoved, had all our, our first videos been us shoving vegetables and things up our asses. Look where we could be today. 
<laughs> What's sad is I think he did make millions. I, oh. I know, I know. People don't go to the CPA seminar, Chad. They go to the freak show. That's what they want to see. Well, young plop for $2 asks opinion on the opportunities in service academies. Like what oh, the army, Navy, air force. I think it means more like, uh, AmeriCorps or Peace Corps. Oh, that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, don't do that. I, I, look, if you want a career in that, fine. Just go, go be a loser and expect a lifelong career of sticking your hand out, being a white collar uh, panhandler, looking for government grants. Oh, we're going to go help the poor people in Africa. And no, you're not. You're just going to drive around, do a safari, and you're going to consume more resources than you provide back in return to the poor African economy. Um, if you want that world, yeah, expect hairy armpitted chicks, ugly chicks, weak men, um, socialist, communist, I mean, genuinely worthless, dumb people. Uh, Plus, you're, you'll start to annoy people because if that's the only interesting thing about you, it's all you're going to talk about. And people hate that. My experience, at least with the Peace Corps volunteers. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. I got a buddy. I can't say who. He and he runs into the public very much like you do across wide cross section of the public. He says, man, every time I meet a teacher, they got to tell me four or five times that they're a fucking teacher. You know, yeah. I'm doing this because I'm a teacher. Okay. And they said, man, but because I'm a teacher, it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I know it's like when the kid takes a shit in the toilet for the first time, you know, he's really proud. He shows you this turd. That's like what teachers are. They, they're so proud they're teachers that it's like, no, to become a teacher, to get your degree in education is a really, really, really low hurdle. Yeah. You know, I'm impressed when my two-year-old takes a shit in the toilet, of which I don't have a two-year-old. But you coming up to me and reminding me that you're a teacher is like a 30-year-old saying, I shat in the toilet. Yeah, just, just shut the fuck up. It's not an accomplishment. You don't have a real job. You think it's a hard job because your life has been on easy mode this entire time. You've not worked manual labor. You didn't. You didn't roof. You didn't. You didn't. Uh, you know, pour concrete. Please shut up with your. Just shut up. So that's that's the same thing with those uh, Peace Corps people. That's all they've done. That's all they're ever going to do, and that's all they're ever going to talk about. That's been my experience as well. So you don't want to be like that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go free travel and. Bang, hairy chicks, go ahead. You know, just get a weed whacker <laughs> first, cut a path. That's all I ask. Then move to San Francisco. All lots right. Of, lots of bleach. Lots of bleach. All right. Uh, Charles Mack, our friend, for $3.82 okay. says, have a great weekend, gents. I go on call this week. He just got on here. He likes being here for the whole uh, show, but he had just gotten on because yeah, uh, he had no, well, he's got a real job. And I'm, yeah. uh, just, you know, I'm waiting. I haven't gotten that many IT questions uh, yet. Um, I'm waiting for to get a couple IT questions before we have him on because um, he wants to have an IT thing, which I'm not against because I think we could have a good conversation about, you know, getting into the world of IT with all the uh, listeners. Man, I'm running out of time here. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go. Um, How much we got left? We got two more. Um, right, let's bang them out. All right. So Mark Crawford for 99 cents. It didn't say anything. Okay, cool. So, That's an easy one. What's the last one? Last one. Uh, up till now is called nonstop Dre 360 for $4.99 asks or says I'm a 22 year old U S Marine Corps veteran in my second semester in college, majoring in computer science using my GI bill. Is this still a, a good degree? He just wants to know. If, oh if, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean the economy may poop out, uh, but that's still one of the best degrees you can get. Don't, don't worry about that. I mean, it, it doesn't guarantee you a job at the end. 
but yeah, you're you're doing fine. Don't worry. And also, is this true that the GI Bill, if he wants to go to grad school or law school, will they cover that too? I think I, it depends. Uh, it it's it's a if I understand it correctly, it's a certain amount you get. So let's say you entered the military and you already had a bachelor's degree, and then you got out. Well, then you can use that GI Bill to get a master's or a doctorate. Oh, okay, um, cool. I, yeah, I don't think it's like oh, we're going to give you this for your bachelor's, but you don't get anything for. I think it's a number amount, and if you already have a certain amount of uh, education, it, you just add on top of that. Okay. Awesome. Um, I don't see anything else in there. Cool. All right. Let's set you free. I got to go do some errands and stuff. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. If you would, please go visit olderbrother.com. If you want to help out the show beyond the super chats, you certainly may go to olderbrother.com slash donate where we have a PayPal uh, donation box. You get nothing in exchange for that. We have a Patreon donation box of which you do actually get something in exchange for that. You get access to sanity is the future of wealth. And guess who sent me some pictures of her in a bikini? Oh, man. I think I know who did. Our good friend, Mary Jo. And then those will go behind the PayPal, a paywall as well. But hold off. Let me. Plus, you'll send them to me, and then you'll put them behind the no, paywall. No, I'm an oh. asshole. I give oh. you free advice now. Oh. oh, she's worth it. She's worth oh. it, Chad. She's Ooh. worth it. Ooh. Yep. All right, how about this? You <clears throat> contact her. Make a voluntary exchange. Say, I'll give you a picture of me with a beard from long ago if you send me a bikini pic. Well, we saw Why that am I the intermediary chat. here? That's cool. We still got that group chat with you on it. So Yeah, yeah. All right, let's <laughs> uh, so do that. Um, so that will be behind the Patreon wall. I'm still trying to get some other gals that I know like, hey, just send. That kind of pisses me off. It's like, you know, guys, they had their pinups in war. And this yeah. is a freaking war we got going on. It just happens to be digital. Could you gals on our side send us the occasional little cheesecake? I'm not talking porn, but can you can you put on like a nice little, you know, sailor outfit, something for God's sake. Give us a reason to go live. Um, I, I'm intending on putting that behind the paywall. <laughs> uh, and then uh, if you want to help out yourself, but still help out Cappy, uh, there's another link at olderbrother.com slash donate. And that is the Amazon affiliate link. So if you please go there first, before you do any of your online shopping and click on that link first, that takes you to Amazon. And then you go browse and shop, uh, check out and all that. And then I get a six to 7% commission and cut. Uh, and you do not pay anything more. It's just a commission I get sending uh, Jeff Bezos some traffic. Uh, and that helps out. And that's the best way because it doesn't cost you. You're, you're going to spend that money anyway. Chad, where can people find you, especially any uh, webcam models who want to learn about setting up an LLC and the benefits of tax deductions? Well, they need to go to LegalZoom.com. No, it's uh, <laughs> ElkinCPA.com. That's my website, my contact information. And also my dad and I write a book uh, before every tax season called the Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide. And that's on Amazon, along with another book we wrote about the new tax changes for 2018. Awesome. Any pinups on that cover yet or no? Not yet, but my dad did tell me we're still going to continue to work on this for 2020. Because I, th- I keep waiting for him to be like, okay, I'm retiring. I'm done. But um, Your dad's yeah. never going to retire. He needs something to do. <laughs> I, vis- I, I visited him. Have you seen their house yet? Oh, I, oh yeah. I've stayed there. You have? Yeah, in oh, Santa they Fe? say you never visit. They say that you didn't, you've never been to Santa Fe. I just, I've I been thought. there twice in three years. <laughs> I've been there three times in two. Yeah, I've been, so they weren't they weren't just trolling me. They were like, yeah, Aaron really does visit us more than you do. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you very much for tuning in in the Super Chats. If you would, please kindly uh, forward uh, the, the podcast and the links and all that other good jazz to anyone you think might be interested. That's the best way you can help for free. 
Uh, Chad, thanks for being on. And will you take us out correctly, please? Toodles.